0: You just hear you just hear the snap of a towel and you don't know what happened but your butt hurts.
1: Hello internet and welcome to the ADZ horror cast. This is the creative Towel podcast brought to you by us over at ADZHorror.com. I'm Jack, and sitting across from me is Jake.
2: These are godless times, Mr. Jack.
1: <laughs> and sitting next to Jake is someone else who don't have to worry about the bomb no more. It's Mark. Hello. For those of you unfamiliar with our Cracker jack operation, we watch and review one horror movie a week, and then we get drunk and argue about it. This week we watched 1976's Carrie, uh, which was a Jake pick. And we will dive all the way into that real soon. And when we do, fair warning, we're going to spoil the absolute nonsense out of it. Hey, it came out in like 1976, so you can probably shut up about that. (laughs) And then
0: again in 2001, and then again in 2013.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and apparently once in the 90s, if you're me, a couple of weeks ago. I thought this came out in the 90s for some reason. That's Mm. terrible. (laughs) Bad day. That's terrible. And hey, if you like what we do and want to support the show, you can head on over to patreon.com slash z horror that's A-T-O-Z-Horror, and support the show at your level of choosing Get some cool perks for your troubles, and if you can't swing that right now or just don't want to, no worries. We just appreciate you being here, hanging out with us now, talking about the movie Carrie. But for now, it's time to do the getting drunk part. So on that score, let's do beers for fears. Hey Jake. Hi Jack.
2: Your movie. What are your beers for these fears? Sticking with the one beer theme. Yeah. I think we're firmly into that territory now. Right? I, I like it. We're we're shifting. We're we 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 went too far. We had to dial it. There was back an arms
1: race, you know.
2: I've got six beers this time around. (laughs) You fuck right off, sir. Uh, I'm drinking a heretic beer this week, so I have a little story about how looking for a beer for these fears went. A beers for these fears. Okay, Good syntax. Uh, It's terrible, whatever. Uh, I found several that I really liked, and none of them as single bottles or cans of about this size, I'm holding up a 16-ounce can, listener, were below, like, 12 bones. Were you at the co-op? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, Yeah. I found several that I'm like, that would work pretty well. (laughs) But they're all so expensive, so just, Treat you know, pa- patrons, as you're thinking about, you know, who lost this week, you might want to consider that I'm opening a beer that I paid almost $15 for.
1: Jesus. Uh, this,
2: is, Like I said, it's a heretic beer. It's called Cruel Beauty. It's a barrel-aged porter with, I'm assuming, was finished on tart cherries. So this is high school, kids are pretty damn mean, uh-huh. ultimately culminates in the prom and the king and queen of prom, that whole, like, kind of right. kitschy, like beauty popularity contest You notoriously
1: thing. think underage women are beautiful, so that checks out. That does check out. Yep. You're right. Yep.
2: <laughs> One of my many bad takes. <laughs> I mention it every episode. Jake,
0: I don't it like that like you're a pulling fit. a Bloomberg and you're just trying to buy the election here, okay?
1: Oh, well, you know. Well, we'll hold on, the,
2: Mark. We'll let the <laughs> you hey, Oh, yeah, here you go. You uh, do have four cans, though.
1: I did get four cans, yeah. yeah. So I, and myself, am not... Don't actually have a beer for these fears. I have a spirit for these spirits. I got a can of Bloody Mary here. Um, I was at the store. I was looking for, you know, some of the usual contenders of Bloody, uh, the, the Blood Orange Rustler or something like that, maybe a Syntax. Were you at the co-op? Some, I, I was not at the co-op. Okay. I was at the Albertsons over there. Okay. Um, and then it struck me. I saw this box. It's a four-pack, a four-banger mm-hmm. of Fugu Vodka Spicy Bloody Mary. And I grabbed it. Hey, perfect. And I get up to the register, and they're like, that'll be like 1950. For this four 12-ounce can box. It's fucking insane. Yeah. But I do have some canned vodka here. Um, it's a Bloody Mary. This movie is heavily featuring blood in multiple different regards. Uh, so and that's- Carrie rhymes with Mary. Carrie rhymes with Mary. So, Shit. perfect. Perfect. Well, you know. Cassie, if you're the principal. Yep. Um, any case, it's pretty tasty. I'll tell you what. I was a little bit nervous about it because it's very expensive. But they're not lying when they say spicy. I, I- it has. I don't know if it's five peppers out of five. Yeah, it's spicy. got four and a half chilies out of five, four and a half peppers out of five, or yeah, four and a half out of five is what it's filled in on the back of the box. It's not that spicy. It's a logarithmic but it is scale, spicy. though, Jack. It's logarithmic,
0: so <laughs> okay. okay. That I fifth, guess it's fine. The fifth full chili pepper really sets it over the top.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Got it. How about you, Mark? What are your beers for these beers? Uh, yeah, it's hard for me to go up. I'm really like the like the Bernie in this situation. I'm I'm going up against Mike and Tom over here. Um, I got a Bell's Fury Red Ale by Talisman. They're a brewery up in Ogden, Utah. Bell's Fury because she's like the bell of the ball, and then Fury for obvious reasons. So the the theory here, it's a red ale. I think we all went off that same sort of red style thing. Uh, Yep, that's what I got. Beer for the people, you know?
1: (laughs) The 99% over there. Uh Uh-huh, yeah.
0: This is the 99%er beer. We'll see if our patrons are 1%ers or not.
1: (laughs) Wow. Fair enough. Wow. This is Fair the
0: enough. angle I'm taking. <laughs> I'm
1: okay with it. One. It's 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 a weird one. Yeah. Well, you know, I hate it. the take chose. Me. But hey, drinking beers and Bloody Marys and watching the movie Carrie isn't the, the only thing we've done in the horror world over the course of the last week. We might have had some other shit rocking our horror worlds. In addition to maybe having to watch some movies for losing beers for fears. Does anybody have any of those movies we should cue that sound effect for? Mm, beer. Just when I think you couldn't possibly be any dumber. No. Jake's gonna be looking like a no from him too, and I'm a no also, so no need for the sound. <laughs> tell <effect> tell <laughs>
2: me we actually cue it. <laughs> this is the segment. It already happened. It just happened. Cue, cue it, scat it up, Scatman's World.
0: And then do a record scratch in the middle of the drop and be like, Nah, 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 nah. Never mind. Never
2: mind. Actually, that's smart.
1: I don't like it when you guys tell me what to do, edit later. When yeah, I and it, then, if, like you and then if you
2: don't and then if you do it, it's just going to make you sound bad, because <sighs> I know you don't actually edit the parts that we're talking about.
1: And this isn't like, well, actually, I usually do do something when you demand I do something. You just never listen yeah. to the podcast, so.
2: That's fair. I only listen to the, <laughs> you guys did a great job last week. Thank you. I don't listen to conversations I've already had. That would be weird.
1: <laughs> hey, let's get into, yeah, it'd be crazy to sit at your house and listen to a two and a half hour conversation you yeah, have with your buddies every week.
2: I have the conversation. I don't need to relive it. <laughs> yeah,
1: me neither. But I do. It drives me nuts.
0: I usually do have to relive it because I'm like, "Oh, I did make a good point," or "I completely
1: forgot this conversation <laughs> happened." <laughs> Usually it's a latter. Mark, Mark re-listens Mark re- re- to the podcast and agrees with himself. You know, Mark, that was a good point. Those other guys are idiots. Well, this is s- the most narcissistic think that's thing. Weird, but also I disagree with myself frequently as well. So <laughs> I don't know which of those two things is sadder, but neither is good. <laughs> hey, boys, let's talk about what else has been rocking our horror
2: <laughs> worlds. Uh, Jake. You want me to go first, I huh? do
1: because I gave a teaser for something I assumed you'd be talking about uh-huh. this week, uh-huh. last
2: week. Well, it's interesting. I I know what you're talking about because I listen to the podcast. Hey, buddy. Uh, yeah, Kentucky Route Zero did co- Act Five did come out, so I also restarted the whole thing. It's been a long time coming. You were the really Kentucky
1: has- Route Zero guy. You got me into it. Way I back was the point. guy. I played forty years ago.
2: I I I can't even remember how I got into it back in twenty twelve or thirteen or whenever the Act One came out, but. I think what had happened is I saw a little bit from like the art standpoint, yep. or I saw—I don't know what it was. It might have been just like a quick look, let's play thing, and I was like immediately sold on it because yeah, the mean, atmosphere, it is a stylistic as hell game. Yeah, first so I, I I jumped in, and it was a Kickstarter at the time. I, I heard you mention that, so I won't belabor for the listener. But really, that first act, uh, it. Look, the game itself, and even the first act, is not horror, so it's kind of a like weird way to put it in here, but its first act especially is horror-ish. Yes. There are elements to it that, you know, not, we're not going to get spoiler about a video game that you probably haven't played, because I think you should play it.
1: And, and it, especially because this game is really only story, right? It's not much in the world of actual gameplay.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's reading and pointing and clicking and adventuring, sort of. Yeah. But it's very story driven in that way and it's super atmospheric. The atmosphere in act one in particular goes to the horrory side, I guess, horror light. I've replayed that and now I'm in the middle of act two, so I don't I don't have a full kind of lens of what this has now become. I'm excited to finish it, but yeah, I I can't believe that it finally happened. Yeah. It's good content. Yeah it's good content. <laughs> um So you I, haven't played chapter five yet? I have only played one and a half chapters.
1: Okay. I made it through chapters one again. I made it through mm-hmm. chapter two, and I did the same thing I did the first time around. Got bored halfway through oh, chapter really? three, so I gave up on it.
2: Chapter three, <laughs> chapter yeah. Three sucks. Chapter three is not as good, um, <laughs> but <laughs> I'm gonna play it again. Wait, uh, is chapter three I'll, I'll the one in it. the
0: office building? I believe so. Yeah, yeah, yeah it is. Yeah, that and was that like, was where yeah. I burnt out on the first time through as well.
2: <laughs> yeah, you kind of have to get through a little bit of a slog, but it's I don't know, it's it's worth it. Either way, right, chapter
1: zero, or chapter one is fucking beautiful and stylistic and cool.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. What definitely. else you got? I have two movies to talk about. Um, I don't know how much of this I'll be sharing discussion, so I'll just, you know, get started and see where we go. Uh, this one is taking a- I watched it a while ago, so it's a bit of a reach, but uh, The Lighthouse.
1: Okay, yeah.
2: So when that actually became available to rent at a reasonable price on- I watched it on Amazon Prime, it was like six bucks- uh, I took the dive and- I really liked this movie it is very specific it's kind of what you would expect from watching the trailer if you did but you get to experience it on the whole in the omnibus Mark mentioned I think it was the omnibus uh, he mentioned that I, I don't know Mark let me know if you think that this is the wrong interpretation but you liked it but it's not really a movie that you liked because of your experience watching it it was more an appreciation for what it was Accurate. I don't know. If, those are
0: definitely not my words because I'm not that eloquent. But yeah, that's a oh. very good representation <laughs> of that movie.
2: Thanks, buddy. I I see where you're coming from. I based on that take, I think I liked it more. Like if I had to go back and redo my top three movies of last year, this absolutely would have been in the top oh, wow. three. Okay. It's neck and neck with Midsummer for me. Wow. Uh, it's right there. It's it's a it's a fantastic Midsummer movie. Was your top one. It was my movie of the year. So yeah. you're saying and this is this is this a might be. Yes. This, if I had to do a recount, this might be my movie of the year, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to go ahead and say that. And I think the reason it probably wouldn't be is because Midsummer for is uncomfortable and not fun at times. And long as that movie is, I think there's more rewatchability. Than this one. Okay, this is kind of a. I could see myself maybe watching this again in like five years just to appreciate what they have going on. The acting is fucking outrageous. The craft, just from a like cinematographic standpoint, the direction, everything that goes into this movie, is like immensely awesome. Right, it is the best example of like all of those different things from last year, in my opinion. But then the product that is made is so specific and art for art's sake and like a little bit pretentious that it makes it hard to put it in the category of movie that you look back and you're like, that is my favorite. One. Okay, sure. It can't be your favorite, but I appreciate the hell out of it, so I think that it's worth that discussion. Great movie. Totally recommend that anyone who's into horror who hasn't seen it watches it. Flat out awesome. Okay. I haven't seen anything quite like it. Hell yeah. Jack, um, you should watch
0: op- it and then break this tie between either it being the best movie of the year or being a good movie.
1: Oh yeah, good. That's a good solid content. Yeah, that's yeah. right. What everybody wants to know well, is people it are clamoring for great or just really good. Yeah.
2: <laughs> exactly. Uh the other one I, I know that I'm gonna share uh this discussion, so that's why I alluded to it at the start. Uh finally watched Parasite right after the Oscars, because that's pretty much when it became available to rent. Is this rent a too. horror movie? No.
1: Okay. Cool, you're bringing it up here though. Kind of. I'm going
2: to talk about it because it's part of the discussion. Like it was all that. That's what was so interesting last year. It's right? It's not
1: so clearly not a horror movie. That it's, in horror okay, okay. it's in horror
2: discussions. Okay. It's in horror discussion. Well, I
1: understand that, but I mean, from your perspective,
2: no. It's definitely from my it's perspective, just... it's not a horror movie. It's okay. a it's a thriller. Uh, it's a dark comedy thriller that has a bit of violence. Okay
1: it uh, won every fucking award at the oscars which was awesome i'm going to uh, that i'm
2: going to jump further... in
0: here a little bit because jake's stealing my thunder Um, i also watched parasite and it's not that it's we need a we need a way to describe movies that are not horror as a whole but have like two to three scenes that are horror cuz mm-hmm. there are i don't know i i would say two different scenes uh where i was like all of a sudden kind of just out of fucking nowhere i was like oh god that's creepy fuck
2: Did one of them involve uh, eyes? Yes. Yeah, that was the best scene in the movie. (laughs) Yeah,
0: dude, that shot is incredible. It's It's "Ah, a ah." that shot like
2: blew my fucking mind, and it's simple too. But (laughs) it was the way it was done was just like uh, that sends chills down my spine. Turns
0: out stairs are creepy. Stairs are just creepy. They go down. They go up. Like what direction? are they, Eyes and (laughs) stairs.
2: Wow.
1: What direction are they? (laughs) Yeah,
0: they are. Yes, Bong (laughs) Joon Ho. They're yes. Uh, I would also like to point out that Bong Joon-ho's next movie, he's on, he's started talking to people about it, it's going to be an out-and-out horror movie, so that yeah. one will be a little yeah. bit easier to call.
2: Yep. Fuck yeah. Well, because was, of, he already
0: said that it's horror.
2: Exactly. I was talking to
1: one of Hannah's friends uh-huh. and about Parasite and about the Oscars, about all that shit, yeah. and I was talking about The Host, and they were legitimately arguing with me that The Host could be considered a horror movie. And I was like, The Host is absolutely a horror movie. What, what are you goes. talking about? It's there? not
2: like, scary, though.
0: Why does it... Uh, yeah, why does... This is this needs to be a podcast that we do eventually, but, like, why does it matter? Like, what the fuck does it matter was genre something is? It That's, doesn't. The, the That's point kind point of what I was actually...
2: <laughs> to put To put a button on what Parasite is, we all know that it cleaned up at the Oscars. That was kind of the point that I was going to make, is, like, is it horror? I think no, if we have to have that conversation, but what it is is a ridiculously good movie. The best that came out last year, says says the fucking Academy. In terms of what I've seen, I would agree. I loved it. I loved every minute of it. Nice. It's a fucking tour de force, and it doesn't matter. If you like horror and you like film, you will like this movie, so you should still go see it.
1: Right, but I I do think it is important to have the Is It Horror discussion on this podcast where we talk specifically about horror movies and one time a documentary. Correct. You know what it is? You know
0: what it is? (laughs) Whoa. (laughs) Were you going to say tension or tense? Because I feel like that's what Bong Joon-ho does really well. That's what Snowpiercer had in spades as well as all of his other movies tension it's it's not necessarily like life or death or anything like that but there are scenes where i'll just say involving a coffee table things are happening in the background where you're just like you're, you're you're holding your breath it's not scary it's not horror content but it is extremely tense
2: yeah, you know what you know what it is, and we can determine as a group if this is bleep worthy. In case it might be spoilers or affect someone's experience, you're gonna have to hear it either way, Jack. Fuck Sorry. You. God. Um, the movie that I would compare this to, but it's kind of like the light version in terms of how it makes me feel. Bone is Tomahawk. The invitation.
0: Oh,
2: <laughs> <laughs> you're just saying things. Yeah, I don't is know. the invitation. Okay there it makes me feel as on the like edge of my seat kind of nail-bity that's the tension that okay. he's mentioning and it it does it in a lot of ways better because i think that there's a lot more here sure whereas the same reasons i don't know what what the what what the invitation had that was less or more simplistic or whatever fit more fit it more nicely into horror so yeah whatever <laughs> it's a good movie fuck it yeah it, uh, and absolutely,
1: it. we don't need to bleep that uh, that you compared it to the movie The Invitation because it has a general feel like that movie. So People eat, people eat dinner in both movies. It's crazy. <laughs> it is nuts. All right, Mark, do you want to go second or third? I don't have a lot to talk about, so I think I want you to go last. Yeah, I'll go last. I have... Five or six things. Jesus <laughs> Christ! My God. Okay. This guy. I got more than I, I. Actually, I've been stepping it up recently. I got some stuff. Look, I got some stuff. Okay. I'm gonna. Keep, I heard last
2: week you'd watch like two episodes. of Hit us with your well, I watched
1: multiple movies last week. Okay. You
2: okay. Jerk off. Okay.
1: Uh, I. Well, I'm gonna continue talking about the outsider. Uh, interestingly, even I no. We have
0: to put a kibosh on this. You can only talk about it when it's done.
1: Well, I wasn't going to talk about it until Jake brought up the invitation. And the most recent episode, as we record this, probably not as you hear this, but as we record this, was directed by Karen Kusama. Okay. And it was the best Fine. episode so far of the series. It just keeps getting fucking better. It's just really, really very good. I'll allow it. Watch the Because you mentioned
2: area. it in the group chat, so I'll allow it. Yeah. This I am premeditated. I am through episode three. I am through haven't started it. <laughs> it's Definitely worth Where watching. Where can you watch this one? HBO. For me. It's on HBO. Everyone else on the planet's already seen it. It's so. on HBO. It's HBO, yep. as I call it. I don't know how to get to HBO. So.
1: It, I logged into your TV. Hmm. <laughs> so just turn it on. Well. Put on HBO. It'll work. Uh, either way, <laughs> I also started another horror video game, I think. The Witcher. Okay, yeah, you Witcher, think. the Witcher Three is available for the Switch. Is that and horror? It, after I watched the Henry Cavill TV show, Netflix show, we talk- start playing the game. We talked about this last week, Jake. It's horror adjacent. It's not really. It's not
0: horror content. It's like high fantasy, but it is witches and warlocks and like monsters.
1: Drag- all the things you know, he kills are like Germanic and Nordic and all like monsters, like yeah. folkloric monsters, vampires, cool. so horror in that way. Yeah. Um, the game is decidedly not horror. Like the game has no aspects of trying to scare you. It's, it's just an action. It's magic closer game to porn than it is to horror. <laughs> I was gonna say this game's just full of smut. Yeah, there's a what lot the of boobs. Fuck? It's it's awesome. Yeah. It's wild. <laughs> and also, my wife never comes into the room when I'm all the parts where I'm killing monsters. It's she only, only comes in where tits. a slutty woman's like, "Would you get in the bathtub with me?" And he was like, "What? What is this? Why? Do you, you have no video games. Why is this the one video? Why game is you it paused
0: and why are your pants off?" <laughs> uh. No, that at least
1: she'd understand. <laughs> yeah. uh. Either way, I started playing The Witcher. It's not a horror game, uh, but there are still cool monsters in it, so I like that movie wise.
2: Yes, Jack. Yeah.
1: I watched another when we're talking about the best horror movies that came out in 2019. I watched another one of them. Uh I watched Doctor well Sleep.
2: Said. Weird sentence. Oh, oh okay. all 2 hours and fucking 40 minutes it's or whatever. so fucking long. I try I that was I actually intended to sit down and watch that one rather than The Lighthouse mm-hmm. and uh too long. Uh yeah. I'll watch it eventually. It's very
1: very long. I loved this movie. Huh. I fucking loved it. It's It huh. does not feel like it's that long. It does feel very long, but it doesn't feel two and a half hours that long. long. It doesn't feel that fucking long. Um, I mean, this, this is a Mike Flanagan movie. He does a great job, and I can't... He does, without spoiling anything, he does a better job than I thought possible to do both a faithful recreation of the 2013 Stephen King novel, right? As well as... A a spiritual sequel to the Kubrick movie, The Shining. So, like, because those two things are incongruous, you you shouldn't be able to have both of those things. Okay, and he does as good a job or better a job than I thought possible (laughs) of doing both of those things. It's really fucking cool. Uh, Ewan McGregor is fantastic. The girl who plays the the little girl is fucking fantastic. The villain is really fucking cool. Mm -hmm. Um, all uh, Ferguson, what something Janet Ferguson? I don't know what something Ferguson. Her name is. Um, She does a great job too. This is this is a really good movie. I loved it. It's it's there's almost no jump scares to speak of, and it's really really. What fucking won cool. your movie
2: of the year last year? Uh, us. What should have won your movie of the year last year? Us. Really? Yeah. You liked us more. I liked us more. I didn't yeah. even really like us. Yeah. So okay. I mean, I liked it. It was fine. Um. Was this this also
1: has a number of signature Flanagan shots, right? Yep. The one where he's got the camera like upside down and it tilts back up to sure. right side up or vice versa as the person does or item does. The following hush it that shot. Heat. Yeah, the crossbow shot. Yeah, yeah. That, it's in all, every single Flanagan thing. He's got, there's like three of those in this movie. But they're gotta all got to a really things, cool man. effect. Uh, man, it's, this is a great movie. I can't recommend it enough. I rented it on his Amazon for like six bucks.
2: Um, yeah, it's there now. Fucking loved it. I if just you, have to carve out a whole day. If
1: you're looking for a, like action movie where a lot of stuff happens, don't watch it.
2: Hey, I'm not working on Monday. But
1: it's also not boring. This, is, this would be a great President's Day watch, Jake. Yeah, yeah, fuck
2: President's Day.
1: Yeah. Well, okay. God. <laughs> so that's all I've got. Mark, how about you? Talk us through your 11 movies.
0: I got all kinds of things. Uh, so first off, I recently rode a plane all the way to San Francisco. Uh, on that plane ride, I watched the movie. <laughs> you made it all the way, huh? Yeah, I all the way. All, <laughs> the way. all the way. the whole movie. stayed over. I watched the movie Victor Frankenstein. This is sort of horror-ish. Yeah. Um, but this is that one with James McAvoy and uh, Daniel Radcliffe from 2015, 14, 16, 19, somewhere in there. <laughs> great any year in the last decade one of those uh one of the one of those teens i think Aughts. um see he did it too this is this is it, it's a weird one it's kind of sherlocky in the sense that they like try and do the x-ray shots and they try and frame james mcavoy as Rick, Fra- victor frankenstein as this like ultra genius beyond his years um, so you mean
1: sherlocky in the like guy guy richie Guy Pierce, which guy directed the, the? No,
0: Sherlocky, as in the Benedict Cumberbatch type. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. interesting. Um, guy Ritchie didn't do it. Sherlock. Where he's like clever he? and also goes, uh, he crosses lines uh, in order to get his point across, but then he's like right, and everyone's fa- like, "Oh, hey, you tackled me and violated me personally," but hey, you fixed the thing, so okay, cool. Um, I, it wasn't very good. <laughs> it's also. <laughs> I'd also say that it's only really horror adjacent. Uh, you know, Frankenstein is a classic horror monster, but at this point, it's just sort of a stylized, yep. action sci-fi movie kind of thing. So, fair enough. That's Victor Frankenstein. I'd been interested by it for a while, uh, and lo and behold, I'd seen all of the other horror things that were available for me to watch in my in the seat back. So, uh, I watched that one. Okay, and, and and now I don't know what I'm going to be watching next time I ride a Delta flight somewhere. Just to correct
1: the record here, Guy Ritchie did direct the uh Robert Downey jr Sherlock movies
0: yes you, oh,
3: yeah.
1: you said that okay. that wasn't
0: in why are you i me? i I questioned it oh. i did yeah
1: Jake questioned it, and I, I didn't know which guy it was, and Jake questioned it, yeah, yeah. guy
0: Ritchie um, now that I'm thinking back to like
2: the fight scenes and stuff it yeah
0: next up, I watched Savage Land, which was okay. something that uh Jake put under his belt what three or four or five weeks ago, something like that. Uh, Savage Land is a 2015 movie. It's available on Prime, Amazon Prime, if you want to watch it, and it's found footage in the sense that it's, they, it's not found footage. It's found film, and they're presenting it to you in, uh, like a news, like a local news story slash a real, a true crime type documentary. Yeah. Uh, found
1: film, meaning somebody finds like old reels of film? I
2: don't know what you mean. He'll by explain, probably. Okay. There are photographs. Probably.
0: So, so essentially, it's it's sort of a counterfactual... St- there's this story that's already played out that they're doing a documentary on about a dude who's a lone survivor of a massacre of a town of like 50 people. So fifty, I think it's 57 people live in this small town, and then the next day, they're all dead, there's one guy left, and his story that plays out... And then part of his story is that then there is this film, this photography film that comes out that are still photos of that evening and, like, what happens throughout. And there's these okay. two sort of diverging narratives of, like, what actually happened, the the court case that ensued, and what the sort of alternate history version of that is. Sure. Um, This is a very good. Rebecca Ferguson! This is a very good example of good storytelling carrying a movie. Like the mechanism that they're presenting all this information to you is captivating and interesting. And then the acting is terrible and the editing is terrible. But
2: (laughs) overall, it's still a really good movie. Cool. It's kind of how I feel about um, Why Am I Blanking on It Right Now? The Last Broadcast. Oh, yeah. Okay. It's it's kind of how I feel about that movie. Yeah, similar in that way.
1: Mark, uh, that's that's cool. Sounds good. I appreciate you just blowing through me, screaming the name of an actress I remembered while you were talking.
2: Yeah, that was terrible. Dude. I well, I remembered it. I got you frequently really, really scream more.
0: stuff while I'm talking, and I get what you're referencing maybe 10 percent of the time. So I've just learned to blow right past it.
2: <laughs> I don't listen to him anyway, so it basically doesn't. Affect I've me. started. Fair yeah,
0: enough. I've started to yeah. not really process that it even happens. Frankly, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this podcast is just getting better and better, huh, boys? <laughs> you can say uh, that. In any case, that was Savage Land. I think it's a recommend. Jake, you watched this a few weeks ago. you give it a recommend, yep. too? I recommended it to you, so apparently. Okay, well, we've come full circle. <laughs> I, I'm recommending it to you, Jake. I think you should watch it again. Oh, well,
1: cool, cool, cool. I have
2: to recommend a lot of bad wait, wait, movies. Wait, 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 wait. To me? There's... To me, you recommended it back to me, or did you yeah. mean yeah, to I, say Jack? No, I meant to say you, so that- I think you meant to say Jack. No, I'm re- I'm, that was the joke. We're in a Do recommendation you know circle. Do you know who you're talking to right now? Yeah, Kevin. I'm totally just <laughs> torpedoing your joke, Mark. He I'm doesn't sorry. even get
1: us, man. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, what's your
2: next movie? Fuck, my next movie is not a movie. Oh, great. My good. next
0: movie is the first entry in my uh, New Year's resolution for the year 2020, which was to play. I had two. This was one of them. To play more horror video games. So, I finished the game Subnautica. It took me about 30 hours. Fuck! I loved this game so fucking much. Subnautica is so good. Jack, did you you actually finish the whole thing, right? Yep, got through the whole story. Okay. Uh, I played it on Steam. Uh, Jack, I think you played it on Switch, right?
1: No, it's not available on Switch as far as I know. I played it on computer. Okay,
0: so we both played it on computer. Yep. Uh, This is a game about an underwater world that you're sort of just exploring and surviving. It's survival horror in a very basic sense, but it's not like your typical survivor horror stuff uh, where you're playing like Alien Isolation or Biohazard, uh, Resident Evil 7, whatever that type of stuff. This is like, it's relatively easy to keep al- to stay alive as long as you don't push past your comfort zone. But the fun thing about this game is like, in order to progress the story and keep discovering stuff, you have to get past your comfort zone. And it just keeps getting more and more uneasy it does a lot of super interesting things. I think chief among them is sound design. Even in like The Shallows, they, there's the the place you land is you, know, you ever only get maybe thirty feet deep in the water or something like that. But there is these dudes swimming around that are like these walruses that fart gas <laughs> that's toxic, and the sounds they make are super. They're like laughing at you. They're like creepy and kind of like. They're super easy to avoid. They're totally innocuous. I never even got damaged by one, but just the sound they make and like they're big enough and kind of like you can see them from far away that you're like, oh, that's kind of weird. And then as you venture deeper and deeper, you discover these new other species and each one of them has their own sort of unique sonic attitude to them. Um, I I would say the other one that has like a really good sound to it is there's this octopus that you discover when you're way down in the depths that has a full-on like cackle. Anytime you get close to it.
1: Uh, this, yeah, no, this this game is fantastic. It's a Thalassophobia game for sure. This is like a real scary shit underwater game. Uh, nope. Mark, I think it's important to note, because you didn't know this when I first started talking about it. It's like a crafting game. Yes. But it's not open world. It, this is a game that has what? a plot. It's fully and open it's not, world. I don't know what you're talking about. It's open world. It's, it's it's open world, but it's not like procedurally generated. Like every world is the same. Everything's in the same place every time you play. Yes, that's so yes. It's it's, it's not but it like is Minecraft. open world. Okay. Uh, maybe I don't know what that means.
2: I don't play a lot of video games, not, Mark. You, you stumbled across what your distinction was. It's not procedurally generated. right? Correct. There is a map. There's, there's a map
1: yeah. and there's a story, right? It's not yeah. just a craft yes. game. There's yes, a yes, beginning, middle, yeah. and end to yeah. the game.
2: So this does a lot of
0: smart things. It's, uh, like Jack is saying, it's not procedurally generated, but you don't have a map. There is there is a map that's constant, but you don't have it as the player. So unless you like have something on your phone, you don't know where the fuck you are at any time. So there's this inherent sense of disorientation always. And yeah. even if you do know where you are, like chances are there's something either above or below you that you haven't seen yet. There was a time where you sort of, I, I was just sort of exploring outward. I just gotten a new vehicle that could go a little bit deeper and I didn't have to worry about my air supply and all this other stuff. So I was just cruising along the ocean floor. And then I was like, where the hell am I? And I drove to the surface and I was right next to a spot I'd been like a hundred times. And I had just never been that deep. So there's just like this weird I don't. I already said it, but there's this weird disorientation that's sort of that just is entire like throughout. It's woven into the fiber of the, of the game. And later on, you go through this end. Up, you end up going through this big ass cave system, and it's simultaneously you got thalassophobia. Uh, you got the fear of confined spaces, and you got the fear of getting lost underwater and running out of air. I don't know if that one has a word for that's it. A fear.
1: Okay. It's, it's a lot. It, this game, this is this game is so fucking. I flat really out refuse to play this. Game. Oh my
2: god, I can't even play the underwater levels of Mario sixty four. Still, dude, yeah. I can't do it.
1: Yeah,
0: there's and and it keeps it keeps going too. Even yesterday when I was at the very end of the game, I would unlocked everything. I didn't. Uh, there was no shortage of like all the shit I needed. I had. I needed to get back to this spot, and I took the wrong ridge. I was following the. So there's a couple ridges that go out that kind of keep you in the shallows. And I needed to just traverse an area. And at the edge of the map, you're in, like, this weird crater thing. So if you go beyond the edge of the map, shit gets real, and there's, like, an in-game enforcement mechanism to keep you inside the bounds of the map.
1: It's the best. There isn't just, like, a hard wall they programmed in. This is the best mechanism for keeping you in the play area. It's so
0: So I I was out on this ridge, and I knew that I needed to go north and kind of east a little bit. But I wasn't positive I was not near the crater edge. And if you look down, it's just darkness and you can see some fish swimming around, but like there's just no detail. There's no topography down there. And I was pretty sure that I was safe and I like it was just super deep. There was ground there and I just jumped and like, I mean, you know, I made it across the gap and I got to where I needed to go. But there, even just that moment of like jumping into the, the abyss of being like, I really hope this goes according to plan
1: (laughs) this is is a very deep dive on subnautica we're doing
0: here (laughs) yeah uh but my point is like there's it continues to deliver these moments of like real fear and high consequences and maybe i mean in my in this case the consequences that you have to reload the game and the load time is fucking egregious to get into the world it's like fucking three minutes and also, this isn't a game that auto saves. <laughs> no, it's not. So, well, before I did that, I saved, and I was like, "What's the worst that could happen?" And then, as I'm like halfway through the jump, I'm like, "Actually, the worst that could happen is that this is like six minutes from now, and I'm doing the exact
1: same thing again." <laughs> but <laughs> well, we can go into a whole deep dive on why you said you can jump underwater. That's a whole other thing we could talk. But
0: <laughs> I was in a particular vehicle that jumps. But in it, yeah. So I have.
1: Uh, there's Jake a few is so bored right now. You're th- a video games guy.
0: There's a few complaints I have about the game, mostly based around the vehicles that like it forces you to use as you get deeper into the into the game and about what the end game actually is. Once you sort of complete the air quotes story, and there is actually a pretty interesting story in this one. That's the other thing I should say. But once you complete the story, the last hour or so of the game for me was just sort of like running around gathering minerals. which was,
1: Yeah, that, that part sucks. <laughs> the story's really cool. And then they're like, they give you the end. Like, here's the end to get there. Just go do some chores for me for an hour.
0: Yeah, exactly. Go find like 300 titanium. That'll be fun, right? And so that sort of left like a bad taste in my mouth, but it still was 30 hours of content that kept it going for 29 hours of that. So Subnautica is a heavy recommend. Jack loves it. I love it. Uh, If you're even remotely interested by underwater stuff, and I mean, I would say that I wasn't prior to starting this, and now I find it fucking fascinating.
1: Yeah. So yeah. no, they did a great job. And Subnautica Below Zero is out now in beta, I think.
0: Yeah, I haven't. I have not played that one. That's actually an interesting point. Subnautica came out in 2014, but fully released in 2018. So it had. It is interesting to go back and like read some how to like what to do next type lists because I'll tell you right now, I got stuck at multiple points because it's a very opaque progression line. Um, but you do get a lot of like. <laughs> In 2015, you were supposed to do this. In 2016, they changed it to this, and then now that it's fully released, now you're supposed to do this thing, and you're like, all right, fine, whatever.
1: Okay, Mark, you've been talking about this game for like 10 minutes, I think. So let's uh, let's it was go, go through. Okay,
0: this is 30 hours of content. I feel like we need to let it. Like,
1: I I want to say my no. piece on it. No. I fucking I fucking love this game. This game is so fucking good. Yeah. <laughs> but we've been uh, talking about it forever. <laughs> there you go,
0: Subnautica. Don't let don't let Jake's
2: general malaise drive the direction of this conversation.
1: Well, I'm He's too scared at, to play it.
2: I'm looking at the it's timer true. here. It's true. We're like as long as last week's podcast already. Yeah, you're the talker. We know this. I know, exactly. Okay. You got to let me talk.
0: What else you got, Mark? No, that's it. That's all I got. Oh, good. Oh, Thank God. You God. Well, you said like okay. six
2: things, so I was scared. Uh, <laughs> oh, save it. Nope, Mark, save We're it. Not nope, talking I see it bubbling you're under the screen. You're surface. cut off, sir. But I watched this
0: specifically for Carrie.
2: Okay. Then
1: talk about it.
0: Okay. I real quick. I watched the movie you... Prom Night on 1980. I did forget about this one. <clears throat> uh, this was on Shutter. Uh, this is Leslie Nielsen and um. Why am I forgetting her name from Halloween
1: and True Lies? Oh, don't don't nobody tell him. Nobody tell him. <laughs> <laughs> no, break me off a piece of that. Don't <laughs> fancy it. Come up feast. With it. You know it, fancy feast. <laughs>
3: Uh,
0: god damn it (laughs) jamie lee curtis
2: (laughs) fancy feast uh
0: this apparently is one of the classic slashers that's at least the blurb that it says on the shutter page that's what everything is and you know it's a prom night slasher i figured i might as well watch this as sort of a double feature with carrie i watch them back to back on different nights but
1: Oh, so you, okay, so so you back didn't to watch them
0: back-to-back back okay. back at
2: all. They were the two movies you watched nearest each other. Right. Not
0: back-to-back chronologically, but back-to-back sequentially. There was a back-to-back whole day between heart. me watching them, is what I would say. I get anyway, what you
2: mean, man. Days flow together. Who cares?
0: Uh, time is a flat circle, bud. This last week has yeah. been one of like the worst weeks of my professional career. Anyways. Um, oh, my God. Prom night <laughs> was... <laughs> I, since, since you're trying to push me into the next category, Prom Night was a fun way to pair with Carrie, but entirely forgettable. I don't really get why. Every once in a while, we stumble across these like relative classics that everyone talks about and it's in the zeitgeist, and I just fully don't understand it. It's like it's an okay movie, but I don't think Prom Night's like
1: yeah
2: <laughs> that highly regarded. I, man. I don't think
1: so either. <laughs>
0: Okay, well, good, because it shouldn't be.
1: <laughs> okay, great. We didn't I, talk about how mine was a double feature, too. I did. I, I watched back-to-back Stephen King movies, Carrie damn. and Doctor Sleep. Damn. Good Good
0: for you, man.
1: I, I mean, watched them on wildly different nights and other stuff in between, but I watched them back-to-back. Let's go to the fucking feature presentation. It's been like forty. minutes. I I'll talk more about
0: Subnautica. Let's bring Subnautica. You really <laughs> ruined this
2: one. <laughs> oh.
1: Over at com this week, we watched 1976's Carrie. Uh, Jake, you're a total idiot. It wasn't from the 90s at all. I don't know why you thought that. Me either, man. Yeah, it was dumb. It was a very dumb thing you said. Magnets. Uh, why'd you pick this movie? <laughs>
2: Uh, because i feel like we should talk about it on this podcast probably it's, yeah. a, it's, it's a spoiler alert for cat, take. our award-winning segment it's a classic it uh, is a classic people yeah. do seem to think that so we might as well keep watching those from time people to time. seem
1: to think that would you not put that if people didn't call it a classic? I'm just
2: not t- this is a this is how i don't tip my hand okay
1: i see gotcha yeah, okay yeah uh, i'm on.
2: assuming you'd seen this before settle down now uh yeah yeah it's been a while mark how about yourself
0: I have i I was talking to my wife about this. I have never seen this front to back, but I feel like I've seen this whole thing at least once. But it, yeah, it's, it's been it's, it's one of those kinds of movies. Like, TBS, like I've seen the beginning and then the middle and then the end, but not in that order.
1: There's a lot of this movie you couldn't watch on TBS.
2: I feel like this would be a weird like movie to watch season. any part of that's not the final act by itself, <laughs> not connected to the final. You act. know, my favorite part is just that second third of
1: Carrie. My
0: my initial exposure to Carrie, I think, was the made-for-TV movie. I don't know if it was the Chloe Grace Moretz one or the uh, the one with the lady from May uh, that came out in, like, 2001. But that was the first time I had I had seen it, and I didn't really know what was happening. And I was like, what are you watching? And my parents were like, Carrie? And I was like, okay. And then I sat down, and it was, like, two minutes before the pig
1: blood scene. I was like, oh, oh what are we watching? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yeah, that this escalated. is one that I watched entirely too early as as a as a as a child. I saw this at the dirtbag kid's house around the corner. Jack, I should probably his last name. Whoops. Um, what was the whatever, security number dude. two? While you're at <laughs> fucking leave
2: it in. Who cares?
1: Um, yeah, I watched this uh, when I was like nine, I think. Was very interested in the first parts of this movie, and then was very disturbed by other parts of this movie when I first saw it. And I actually haven't seen it since I was like a little little kid. Yeah. When you say
0: the first parts of this movie, do you literally just mean the shower scene? Is that what you're talking about?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Okay. In, in my mind, like that was a minutes. lot longer. In my mind, that was a much bigger chunk of the movie.
0: Well, I mean, you, I assume you had paused it for a substantial amount of time, so it probably took up more time in uh, that way.
1: No, Mark, we were on a VHS, and you couldn't pause all that accurately and all that well. And what are you going to do when you paused it? Not only are there weird lines going across it because it's a VHS, but you're sitting there with your idiot friend, Jack... Like what? You're supposed to just jerk off together? What do you even think? Well, also,
2: you're nine. You're not jerking off. 9 I'm just interested in it.
1: But I do remember that being most of the movie. (laughs) You just
0: you feel weirdly
1: energized for some reason, and you kind of get
0: hyper for a minute,
1: (laughs) (laughs) bouncing off the walls. Yeah, dude. Yeah, Uh, but I hadn't seen it since then. Yeah, well, I had seen bits and pieces of it since then, but not the whole. Not the whole film. Start to through. Jake, you picked this movie. Yep. You're gonna have to do a 30 second plot synopsis. 30 seconds are on the goddamn clock. It's gonna start when you start.
2: Carrie is super sheltered. She has one of those Bible-beating whack-job moms, and she gets made fun of in a way that I've never seen a kid get made fun of at school because she has her period in the shower. Kids get punished. She goes, like, off the rails and has these, like, little breaks where you can start to see that she's basically Matilda. Anyway, one of the girls feels bad. She convinces her boyfriend to take her to prom. Another girl plots to, like, dump pig blood on her and laugh at her. Prom happens. They dump the pig blood. She freaks out, kills all the kids, goes home. Her mom tries to kill her. She kills both of them, and then, like, the one girl who was nice actually survives it, But she's kind of fucked up too.
1: <sighs> and then Carrie's arm p- pokes out of the rubble.
2: Uh, that's kind of like one of those Friday the Thirteenth things. Did it? Did it? Yeah, it's a dream.
1: Dream jump. It's a dream stare. sequence. It definitely happened because there's
2: a Carrie too. Uh, whatever. <laughs> the rage. It, yeah. It's basically Matilda, yeah. yeah, but that's, with more yeah, blood. Actually and, you did a you
0: did an upsettingly Matilda's, good job at summarizing that. I would say
1: Matilda is basically Carrie.
2: No. I think you'll find that time doesn't work that way. <laughs> Matilda, <laughs> Matilda Matilda is the Roald doll version of Carrie. Yes. Yeah, when did Matilda come out? I don't know. That'd be interesting. No, I'm talking about the book, dude. I understand. We, Obviously. I, I mean, this is actually I'm not, interesting. I'm not
1: asking when the Matilda movie starring Danny DeVito came out and Yo, whether or not that was based <laughs> that, on Carrie. That,
2: you know what? Uh, hot take. That movie might be scarier than this movie. <laughs>
0: Uh,
1: hard no.
2: The fucking jokey, yeah, definitely,
0: <laughs> definitely not. The book Matilda by Roald Dahl came out in 1988. Yeah, yeah okay.
2: absolutely predates this. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! These Bloody Marys are fucking me up. I'm too drunk for They're this. They're pretty spicy. They are. It, it's, it's a building heat. I was talking shit earlier. I It's uh,
0: four four and a half chili peppers, you guys. It'll it'll it's definitely up not that. It's, it's no. It's probably
2: not it's probably three and a half though.
1: Uh, I used to go to a Thai place in uh, Pullman, Washington, yep. and hit uh, across the border to get the good shit. Yeah, man. Okay, cool. And you, they'd say, "How much spice do you want on a scale of one to five? And then if you said five, they'd ask you if you want the white person scale or the not white person scale, and exactly. I was not one. Yeah. and it was a very bad idea for yeah. me every time I did it. Yeah, but uh, yeah, this is like yeah, a four and we, a half out of five on the white. Person but you're scale. but
2: you're a white person, so they give you a glass of milk with it or some shit.
1: <laughs> no, we we well, have a just,
0: similar. We have a similar Thai joint in Salt Lake City. Listener, if you're out there and you want good Thai food in Salt Lake City, go to Chan and Thai on like 9th South, I think. And they have the exact same system where it's like, if you ask for a five spicy, they're like, okay, that's like a two Thai spicy. Do you want any higher than that?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Jake, you picked this movie.
2: Yep. Yeah, I already said all this part. I was about to say, see earlier comments. So we're just
1: going to talk about what in the fuck subgenres of horror
2: it fits into. We are talking about
1: classic. That doesn't even count. Clock? Clock starts when Clock? you
2: start, Jake. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, does that mean I get to start though? Uh, so no.
1: I mean, anyone could say one supernatural, psychological. psychological. Classic. Yeah, both check out. Classic, classic. classic. No classic. one said classic yet. I said classic. Actually, no, you I said, said it outside
0: of the boundary of the of the segment, though.
1: But I expressly said it's a classic, so nobody needs to talk about how it's a classic. Oh well, then I said classic though. Stop (laughs) talking about classic.
0: It's a classic, okay?
1: Stop telling me to burn the duster. God. (laughs) What else? Psychological.
0: uh, Did we have have bullying as a category ever?
1: We should have bullying as a category. This is a bullying movie.
2: Yeah.
0: Don't wave your hand at me. Listener, he's waving his hand in a very dismissive way.
1: We're not adding. do like He's dismissed. giving Mark a si hand. sub.
2: Best bullying is a sub 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 genre. So you gotta go. Well, sub-genre. that's all we're left okay. with at this point. No, that's <laughs> exactly. false. We'll find some blind spots.
0: <laughs> well, I'm adding it just because you were so dismissive. Of As the, a sub sub
2: sub genre of to what? Mark to what to what? To, I'm just just bullies.
1: Just psychological. No,
2: not just bullies. Not just. I I
1: will not stand for this. So bullying is a sub sub genre of the sub genre bullies. No. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Jake's. Jake's upset. I'm gonna lose my fucking mind if you do this.
2: <laughs> um, there are witch aspects to this movie. No, there's not. Get the fuck out. There are. Did we say religion? It's not a religious. It's not movie. a religious horror movie. Good.
0: I mean, it. Th- the religion is woven into this movie in a way that this movie doesn't exist without religion. So it, d- it is a religious topistry. horror movie. But it's not your it's... traditional, like, possession-style religious horror movie. Yeah, we're there, done, There's dude. no, like,
1: religious imagery apart from the crucifixion of the mom. We're done with this segment. It's well, and, cool. the,
0: and there's a substantial argument that happens against the Last Supper painting. Yep. It's done. There's what? a lot we of religious right, then, imagery in this.
1: Whoa, relax, dude. No, I'm upset with you. Why? I don't know. Oh. <laughs> but it feels like I should be.
0: Oh, my God. No, he's right. <laughs> Jack is right to be upset. <laughs> what do? What did I do?
2: <laughs> What did I do? What? You put Didn't, the kibosh we on a good, good conversation. Our wheels. It's we're a religious our psychological
0: there. horror classic for the features bullying. You Jake, missed one. This
1: podcast isn't going to be long enough. I <laughs> need to pad the run. Time. We're really trying to pad the run. Yeah, time. exactly. No, you start. Fuck the sissy Spacek's performance in this movie is fantastic. She's a weird you, name. You thank you. You believe that she is a terrified, bullied, sheltered girl, and then yeah. all the way to losing her mind. Like she is. It's also really cool that this movie has she's the protagonist and the villain. Like she's she's kind of the villain, but you also identify with her the entire time. None of it is; it's all understandable and sympathetic. That's oh, all man. really cool stuff, and she sells that perfectly. I mean,
0: in that vein, it's really her mom who's the like arch villain. She's the really the Darth Sidious, right? Figure. She's the
1: yeah. She's the she's the antagonist. Yeah, she's right. a
0: real jerkwad, man. And then Carrie's just sort of the, the I don't know, the identifiable victim
1: <laughs> yeah, of it. I'm saying, man, yeah.
0: Victim
2: of her circumstances? Yeah, sort of. I mean, she's the victim, but then at the end, she you know.
1: It, it's cool to have, a like, a screenplay with a non-traditional structure like this, especially from the 70s. Like, that's cool.
2: I would agree with that. It's good writing, you might yeah. say.
1: It's a good story.
0: Good story overall. You might. <laughs> Well-written story. I'll- piggyback on that a little bit to say that religious fanaticism always has sort of a beeline to my uncomfortable bone. Like Mm. that type of content in movies, it's not necessarily scary, but it is something that just, I don't, it's, it makes me sort of squeamish. And especially when the result of it is child abuse and like basically what it amounts to psychological torture. Like that's an effective vehicle for a horror movie. To leverage, oh yeah, this movie's got that in spades. This movie might be the best example of that. Uh, the only other time that I can think of a ti- of a movie that got close is uh, Stephen King's *The Fog*, *The Mist*. Sorry, *The F- Mist*.
1: <laughs> that's it, man. Yeah, With there, there's a lot Mother of movies that McCready use that. Or whatever like, the fuck her name was. Yeah, religious extremism pretty well, but this one in particular is like, God fuck her mom. It's, it's she sucks so hard. She's the worst character. I hate you, her so yeah, much. Yeah, there's it's great. There's just a fraction of you that wants to like. It's part of Stephen King writing characters so well, right? There's there's a lot of characters in, in the story that are... They're, they're not so unbelievably villainous that they feel unreasonable. Like, they feel completely far gone. Like, her mom sucks in every conceivable way, but she's a really good character. Like, that's a person you really, really want to hate, who you really are after this whole like it's, it, it's but i great. feel like
2: to do that she has to be larger than life in a certain way absolutely
1: yeah is that what you're saying yeah yeah that's oh exactly that's not how
2: i took it okay they're not like okay.
1: but they're, they're not too much such that it feels like uh what am i watching here this is, this is crazy
0: it's the opposite of the classic video game conundrum when you're doing like an ethics system where you can either choose to like murder puppies or save all the puppies and there's absolutely no <laughs> fucking middle ground at all stephen yeah. king excels because the characters he writes are like they're okay with puppies but they're not gonna go out of their way to save all the puppies, but they're also definitely not puppy
1: murderers. <laughs> there are not enough I don't know of if that... <laughs> pig murderers in this movie.
0: Yeah, that's that's a valid point. John Travolta is a pig murderer.
1: <laughs> and like a Seems joy, really a cool gleeful pig murderer. It's weird. Yeah, You're it's not, like, I'm not it's ready like ready hey, to I need to I need, I need to pull a prank. Could
0: you could you murder some pigs for me? He's like, oh yeah, I love being mean to animals. Cruelty You're...
1: to animals is like what I do. Do you have any beer? You're ostensibly giving me a blowjob, even though you're talking every
2: fucking Yo, quarter yep, second.
1: That, put a pin in that. It's going to come know. up What else did we do right? Let's I am not ready to talk about any part of John Travolta. Ready. I'm not ready.
2: <laughs> it's not time. I don't
1: think we gave Sissy Spacek enough credit for how good her performance is
2: of this, though. Kinda, I think we We did. talked about the
1: characters, and like, but we didn't... Do you guys agree with that? Do I yeah, agree absolutely. that she did it a great is... job
2: and she's what carries this movie and yeah. that's what you remember? Yeah. Yes.
1: Oscar nominated too. To be, I mean, this... to be quite
2: honest, I think that all this movie is—that's that, a bit of it, you know. But that's pretty I, much well, this all. Movie this movie does
1: is. not work if she doesn't do a great job. Well,
2: I also think that, like, when I watch it now, uh, that's basically what it has going for it.
1: All right. Uh, in Rating my opinion,
2: spoilers. Yeah. That's sure. basically what it has. Going I, for I mean.
0: It. It's an incredibly difficult ask to play the shell-shocked teenager who breaks. It Psychological horror movies require this of, of their lead, usually, where you just go over an edge, and it's really easy to overplay that hand, and... Fucking cackle directly looking at the camera type shit and be like, I'm going
3: crazy.
0: And, but it, <laughs> but it's an entire like what you should do is what she does here, which is this much more like understated, quiet intensity that she. It's a lot of eye acting. Like what what when the pig blood is on her at the prom scene and she's just her face is just like locked in. Yeah. Like that's the well, type
2: of shit you want to see. I, I, so I haven't read. Anything I haven't read this, but I, how much of that is her performance or portrayal of the character, and how much of that is the character?
1: I mean, everything Mark's talking about is her performance, really. Right? I mean, the stuff that happens happens, but if you don't sell it right, like with the smoldering, burning in the eyes, like like that, it's not going to work.
2: I know, but what I'm saying is, is that is the Carrie look a sissy Spaycheck or however the fuck you pronounce her name original, or is that somewhat articulated when you were to read this, and that's her interpretation of it, and it works well.
1: It's been a long time since I've read the book, okay. but like I don't remember any specific. Scenes see, I'm trying, him trying saying, to like, tee you like, up here. A for, way. I'm trying
2: to tee you up for a fantasy home run, and just not no, working. you're trying to just get it. a
1: fantasy point. You're trying to bait me into giving you a fantasy point. Is no, it's
0: my, my, my fantasy fa- point. That's not even he, my fantasy. He baited, thing. He baited you into giving me a fantasy point,
2: and it's on yeah. the right now. <laughs> Come on, that's good Samaritan shit. Jack mentions a horror book he read. Got it. Well, you just got a fantasy point. I, so I mean, I don't, fuck.
0: I don't really fully understand the difference between those two things, Jack. They're Jake. different. Fuck.
2: They're different. One, One is like it depends <laughs> on how it's written. Like if it's written in great detail, you obviously still have to be able to hit that, which takes a lot of skill. I'm not trying to downplay that part, but it's another if it's not if it's kind of vaguely articulated, and then you're just like, I think this is how this is going to go.
1: It is not. De- as I recall, it is not described like she is losing her mind kind of quietly yeah. under yeah a, under because a stoic ultimately, place.
2: I agree with what Mark's saying completely, like the way she does it is drastically better than if the person like freaks out, breaks, and they're like pulling their hair out and like jumping around like a friggin baboon now when it's she's different. when
1: she's going fully crazy, it is described as like. Calm and deliberate. Okay. That that is a thing from the Okay, books. but right. that we're gonna
2: draw the line there because none of us have the answer to this, so blabbering the point is flat out stupid. Cool. We <laughs> Right. Right. I agree. Right. Yes, sir. Great.
0: And then they both uh, listener, you can't see this, but they both just chugged beer in unison in almost the exact same like mechanical motion. It was it was beautiful in a way.
3: Well Mark,
1: we're both southpaws, you know? We got the same action.
0: I'm gonna bring up something else that I liked, <laughs> which is the kay. psycho music. What? The Psycho oh, Sting.
1: It's it's really interesting. This this plays a lot with that psycho music. This is so much of that sound, it's crazy. So to, to clarify to the listener who hasn't seen this movie
0: in a while, uh, any time Carrie uses her telekinesis, particularly toward the beginning of the movie, not during the prom scene, anything prior to that, uh, you get that sting of the shower, the reet, reet thing uh, from the, what is that, 1960 Psycho? nineteen. 19- something like yeah 60 maybe? i
1: think yeah i think 60
0: close to there anyways uh and it's from a stephen king movie like it just seems so strange. like it is a blatant sound copy it's it's the exact yes. same sound and when i heard it the first time you hear it initially in the shower scene that's the opening of the movie and i was like "Is are they intending to steal that from psycho is that what they're trying to evoke here and then later they take even longer of that sound clip and it's 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 it, I is there I don't know what the word would be for a shot for a shot remake, but it's a note for note remake of the psycho.
1: Yeah, them. I don't think that's, they literally right. took the exact same sound, but they clearly like tried everything, tried their hardest to exactly reproduce it.
0: Yeah, it's not done, na 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 It's done, na 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 na.
2: <laughs> exactly. I mean, there's a lot of psycho here. That's elaborate that's on that is. take, because I would say uh, that's the only psycho here. Bates High School. Norman Bates.
0: Oh, I didn't pick up on that. That's the name of their high school? Yeah.
2: yeah. Huh.
0: Interesting. <laughs> okay, I, I this is probably deeper than I
2: thought, but okay. Cool. I think there's a lot of probably, like, little things here and I, there that you De Palma has to... also
1: said that, like, he wanted the relationship with the mother, between Carrie and the mother, to be more like the mother-son relationship in Psycho than it is in the, in the book. <laughs> what? So okay. Carrie's Norman, but comes with telekinetic powers? De-, De Palma has said that.
2: Huh. Okay.
0: Me and Carrie going way back. (laughs)
3: Shut up,
1: Mark. That's a (laughs) callback to a joke. That was the title of an episode we did like two and a half years ago. That's too too deep. It's deep. It's deep. 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 Mark, which cut of the dead are you on right
0: now? Four. Four cuts of the dead. I have one more thing that I wanted to highlight, which is that this movie does lighting really well in certain aspects. I have more to say on this in later categories as well, but highlighted in the scene where Carrie is arguing with her mother over dinner and there's a storm raging in the background. So there's like these spotlights that are supposed to be lightning happening. And as they're arguing, it'll illuminate the painting of the last supper that's behind their dinner table. I thought that scene was a masterclass in how to do like dramatic film lighting. It's it, it, it was incredible. I loved that scene. It's I mean, it's two minutes long, but it's an example of creative, lighting that shows that that augments the mood of the scene kind of throughout. They also have really good lighting in the prom scene, obviously, cause that's sort of easy, but uh, I, I don't know. I,
1: I really enjoyed that. Do you guys notice the lighting at all? Absolutely. Yeah. And I think it's important to note that like there's multiple scenes with fire in them and some of them were sure. done on green screen, but the one in the prom was specifically done. Like they had to do a whole thing to get the fire in the same scene because mm-hmm. she's so covered in that like shiny blood okay. that he really wanted it to reflect off of her and so you see all the flames like reflecting off of her in the shininess so that's that's a really cool thing they pay a lot of attention to the lighting in this movie and it works really well yeah to the point of having to like double their insurance to have actors on the same like in the same stage as fire for a lot of the time
2: interesting middle (laughs) yeah it does let's do it let's do middle Okay, uh, I'm gonna
0: I'm just gonna I'm gonna butt in here because this tails well into the thing I just the point I just made there is a lot of light boom light bloom in so many scenes it's like they just jammed lotion onto the camera lens for I don't yeah half the movie what it's they shoot it like a dream <laughs> I, sequence except the only dream sequence that's actually in the movie is not shot that way it's so weird
2: I don't fully understand what the in- tent was behind that. It was kind of jarring to me, too. It's a very specific look. Is that why you're potting it here? Yeah. Is that why I that's mean, middle? Because it's specific It's a stylistic or choice, what? and
0: we've made the point before that we're
2: fans of stylistic choices, Yes. but I don't understand it at all. This one doesn't land for me. It doesn't me. particularly work, yeah. No, it, it it does remind me. It makes you think the whole time, having seen other horror movies, you're like, oh, where are we? Are we in a dream? Are we in reality? Because you're thinking Nightmare on Elm Street. You're thinking the end of Friday the 13th. There's a lot of stuff. American Werewolf like, in London. Hor- yeah, yeah, horror has taught me that when you, to use the markism here, slather lotion on the screen, it equals dream. But here it does not, which is super weird. I guess it, in a way, it kind of makes me feel a little bit disconnected which i apparently maybe that's mimicking her feelings towards like the situation she's in but that's giving it a lot of credit i'm not sure what the <laughs> intent was whatever it's a, it's a choice so middle is fine yep. i have another one yep. that's somewhat on the stylistic choice side of things the music sequences in this were okay. jarring i had the one
1: particular
2: music part uh was it when billy's looking for his tux or whatever
1: yes and it's like, like <laughs> it's, it's like you I put a <laughs> through a, a mute it's yeah like,
2: it's like the the synth score but like yeah. growly gravelly so, synth. the reason I put these music sequences there were two or three in middle is because in a vacuum I kind of like them for what they are and when you think about this from the lens of it being a high school movie they sort of make sense so there's your stylistic choice I suppose but when you surround that with kind of the bleh of Carrie and what's going on with her it is pretty jarring I I guess there's good and bad to it being jarring too, but at the same time, it's jarring, which kind of <laughs> takes you out a little bit. So yeah. it's metal for me.
1: Yeah. Uh,
0: I have a quick. You know, go ahead, Mark. I have a quick question. Since we're kind of talking about, well, Jack, I guess you brought it up the scene of where they're shopping for tuxes. Did either of you have an
1: audio bug in that scene? It's not an audio bug. I think it's in the movie as far as I like, could to the fast forward thing. Yeah, that thing. What the fuck is that? What the I don't fuck know, is it's that? so
0: weird. I it has to be an audio bug. There's no way that was original. I it don't think it's be, an audio bug. You watch it did you watch? did you rent this on Prime? Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah no, that's I how mean, I did it's free. It it, you, it's free on Prime, but
0: Oh, sure, okay. But we all watched it on Prime. I think it has to be the file that they have on Prime. I I don't think it has to be anything. The video
1: Mark. is sped up along with the audio.
0: Yeah. It could just be a compression issue or some it weird could be shit like that. But it
1: also could be a choice. I thought they were making a choice. I did like, too. And then they bantered about tuxes for the next ten minutes. Yeah, when
0: they're that like, that what? was the, okay. So if that's the choice they're making, this is another does middle thing. I, I'm so confused as to whether or not that's yes a thing or not. That's what I'm saying, Dude, man. I, I had I have I have this
1: whole note. That is so, the... I rewound like five times to make sure I wasn't Jake? just drunk or something. What,
0: Jake? I need you to go back to your house and get your mom's copy of this on VHS that I'm sure she has and watch yep. it and see if that audio yep. bug is there yep, yep. i need to yep. go yep. find
2: all those i gotta i want to catalog what movies are there on vhs I've from have in, in the garage it's a solid 11 inch screen we're gonna have to do one of those every every once in a while yeah buddy hell yeah
0: that's pat cast content Yep. <laughs> we we dive into jake's mom's horror collection <laughs> pretty good shit man the only
1: thing i really hadn't does middle here is that i mean obviously stephen king and bullies is a whole fucking thing Right? And he writes bullies aggressively and psychotically. Uh but yep. the bullies in this take a shift, right? They're very, Un- very mean in a way. You might say. They're they're very mean in a way that I like. Like they're wildly mean to carry, but in a way that feels like, oh god, it really, really sucks. And then all of a sudden they're they're just fully fucking psychotic. And I didn't really love the shift there. It happened really quickly. And it's entirely John Travolta-dependent. And I just wanted to put that in the middle, because I do like Stephen King's bullies thing. That usually works for me. These are—they they become way this too much. This is advanced bullies. <laughs> at a very specific point, yes, these are advanced bullies.
0: Yeah. I, I had this definitively in the does-wrong category, because I think that's the me part too. of the story where this becomes fully unbelievable. Assuming you're willing to buy into the, the premise of a psychokinetic teenager— the behavior of the people around the storyline, particularly the motivations of the bullies, just doesn't make any fucking sense but I do appreciate that you bring it up because the bully- bullying aspect of this is it's it my I guess my problem with it is it's just not it doesn't quite nail the subtlety you're it's a sledgehammer that's being yeah. taken to the plot but
1: well and speaking of sledgehammers, what the fuck is John Travolta hitting those pigs with? I thought it was a broom at first he's like, oh, I thought it was a hatchet. it's a hatchet. Is it's it? full no, it's it's then it's an axe, it's full length. Yeah, uh
0: I thought I thought an axe had two two sharp sides, a hatchet was one sharp side and one heavy side. Is that not what a hatchet is? I do is? not believe that's the distinction between Is those a two, hatchet no. a half
1: a half one? Yes like a shorter one? Or okay, less.
0: fine, then yeah, like a lumber axe.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think is that's that what it was. Using. I thought it was a broom that's what I thought. When he first started poking the pigs and then he started bashing them with it but nothing was happening. Oh god. Let's just okay. go on and does wrong. No, no, I no, 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 because no, I have
0: one more important How? does middle that I do want to bring up, which is the split screen. The split screen is such an interesting choice during the prom sequence. What the fuck is that thing? It rules, but also <laughs> it's weird. <laughs> what?
2: You no, guys don't have any takes yeah. on this? Come on. I'm, I no, thought I this was going to like inspire you guys to talk more. It, wor- it worked for I, me. It I agree with for you for the exact same reasons as the point that I made earlier. There are certain sequences in this where it's... I, they're stylistic choices, and it makes me think more of like a normal high school movie, which might be the intent, but it ultimately lands kind of weird.
0: I can't think of another time where... They do split screen like this where they just keep the initial like the right side of the screen is focused just on one person and then the other side of the screen is showing all the chaos that happens. I think this is a unique thing in the world of film <laughs> unless someone else can point out an example. Listener, if you're out there, let us know. But like, I feel
2: like this has to be in a Tarantino movie at some point like was, this. Yeah, I was
0: going to say uh, he would have yeah. done
2: he would have done this. I
0: mean, yes. there are definitely other split screens, and then particularly the the other one is where, like, the line in the middle gets removed, and then it's the same scene. Yep. That seems like the Tarantino move. Well, but this is just, uh, like, okay. legit, independent two two things that never join back up again.
2: Yeah, but these are still, like, siblings, dude.
1: It worked for me, man. I liked yeah, it. I, I liked
2: it a lot. Why is this middle? Because it's so weird and specific? Yeah. Whatever. It's, I, I, honestly, I would have been fine with you putting that what that in what it does right. Holy shit! This Bloody Mary is big, buddy. I'm telling you, man, they really fuck
1: you up. I've had two of them now. And That's, I'm too it. That's too much.
2: That's too. I a can few tell you. Lights also. Oh my! Yeah, you're
1: cruising right <laughs> now, dude. Oh my god! Boy, yeah. Let's talk about what the movie does wrong, and it's John Travolta. Yep. <laughs> as a <laughs> whole, was,
0: as a person, he we knew was it was a creep. Vocal. Starting now.
1: <laughs> why? Why does? I have a serious question. Okay, why do we? Th- why does culture? Why does the world think John Travolta is a good actor? Or what has acceptable? he done a good job in? Saturday
0: Nothing Saturday ever. Night Fever. Saturday Night Fever is the reason why. And Greece. was he
1: good? It- Greece sucks. Yeah. I don't want to fucking hear about Greece. <laughs> Greece is unwatchably bad. <laughs> Mark Jack will fight you. <laughs> Jack I, has a lot of takes about a lot of things,
0: but Greece that doesn't that just because you don't like it doesn't film. mean that Greece is one of the best performing movies of all time. People fucking love Greece.
1: People are idiots.
0: Yeah, and they like John Travolta. Those two things are related.
1: Okay, so so people like John Travolta cuz they're wrong. That that would have yes. been an acceptable answer. I <laughs> mean, yeah, that's what we're that getting. That would have at. been an acceptable answer. Uh, he's sucks. also in a little movie
0: called Face Off that does rule.
1: Okay. Okay. I Now Mark you put me in a bind here cuz Face Off <laughs> does rule, but it rules because he and Nick Cage both suck. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. There's like a weird way that
0: they both leverage their unique talents in the, in that film. Uh, but no, I mean, like, really, he's famous because of Saturday Night Fever and because
2: of Grease. Yes, I agree with that. But that doesn't mean that the world has good takes, Mark. I was kind of liking that OJ
1: Simpson uh, dramatic recreation until John Travolta showed the fuck up with his dumb teeth.
2: I'll just
0: I'll just remind everyone that we had a we had a conversation about this not two weeks ago. About why the world also likes Roman Polanski movies for some reason. Like sometimes we just choose the wrong people. Yeah. Sure,
2: uh, whatever. The 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 John Travolta thing is what it does wrong because not only is his performance bad, but his character is a greasy fucking skid. Both are bad. It's all bad. And that's not like he's a the greasy fucking fucking. Yeah, it's you. not that he's a greasy skid in the way that like or uh, let me let me back up. Let me do that whole take again. He. Does not do a good job of playing a bad character. He does a, he is over here on like the left doing a bad job, <laughs> and his character is also bad. So it's totally irredeemable. Yeah, is the way that works. Right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Great. I'm glad I was able to do this fucking bloody mary. I'm like, I'm I, in you, a man. weird spot. I, I got don't drink know.
1: More. I don't know what left means in that context.
2: Oh my left hand. I was doing a lot of uh gesticulation. He's just showing. He's like I, I think
1: was... what Jake meant is the the character is bad in one way. The yeah. actor is bad in a whole other way and the yeah. two do not intersect in an
2: enjoyable way. Yeah, they're both Got uniquely so, and so individually bad. And that In both cases,
0: in both cases you're referring to the left side of like a bell curve of talent and like ability. Nope.
2: Nope, I was just referring to where my left hand was. It was a total visual gag for the listener. Left side! But- Strong side! Jake, what I'm telling you is I can see you, and it yep. still didn't make any sense. It's not a visual you gag see- either. You- no, you couldn't see my hand. Jack's the only one that could see it.
1: He's got some stuff hidden by boxes, Mark. There's a lot going yeah. on in this sort of the camera. You can't... Yeah. Jake we- and I are just jerking each we other gotta off keep this whole time. Stuff you hidden, don't know what's Mark. going on. Okay, okay,
0: cool. This is all good. Keep all of this. This is great. Goal. Mark. These Bloody Marys are strong,
2: they're, they're <laughs> and the strong. carbon monoxide is strong too. They're, no, the carbon monoxide has nothing to do with it. This week, I'm confident of that. It's all Bloody Mary.
1: What else did we do wrong? <laughs> wow, holy shit! Are Chris, are you out?
2: While we're talking about while we're talking about John
0: Travolta, I want to talk about Chris, which is his love interest, or just sort of the girl he's banging. And by banging, I mean she gives him fellatio while talking a lot. Really. uh ostensibly fellatio, for later but
1: yeah there's no fellatio happen that'd be the worst she's just in his ever. lap
0: conversing with him um yeah but no i mean
1: moaning like a blowjob's happening you haven't blown the whistle yet you know you she's i
0: haven't yet. blown the whistle yet so she i i don't understand her motivations it seems like she is a horrible bully who gets upset that she has to do physical activity for like 45 minutes therefore she orchestrates this a gigantic murder. prank that gets everybody killed.
2: A murder of a murder of at least one pig, and then, I don't know what she was... so many
1: pigs.
0: How she's many many like, pigs oh, damn, I got caught being a shit at- person, so yeah. I have to do jumping jacks for half an hour. I hate this. I'm going to get expelled. Let me kill some animals. So here's <laughs> one thing I do <laughs> remember
1: at the book. Her character is more developed, but it doesn't make any more sense. Like, it is okay. still a, I'm cool and popular and pretty... And that means I'll snap into being a fucking psychopath immediately. Was, okay,
2: so that was actually a question that I had, which potentially could be getting into where we need to blow the whistle. Can we just do that? Yeah, just do it. Okay. Is, it her, ca- station. is, is her character the popular one? Yeah. Or yes. is what's her name? Who's dating Billy. Because Billy's the popular guy, and he's dating the girl who ultimately tries to do the right thing. She also dates Billy. In it's the book, thing. she
1: also dates the Billy character.
2: She I mean, is you guys. Guy.
1: I I think
0: that we're sort of misinterpreting. We're not talking things. about we're, the book, Jake. You're using you're using the Mean Girls uh, like profile of how popularity works, and this is a little bit different. This is like how our high school worked, where there were like multiple different groups of popular people. They didn't particularly like each other, but like what there were, there was group A that was popular, and there was group B that was popular. And they were popular oh, for like, different reasons. Like, these these are just ships passing in the night. They, these yeah. are like international delegates conversing with each other at the UN. But other than that, they don't have diplomatic relations.
1: You guys had wildly different views of how our high school what? worked. And I really want to dive into this what? super deep. How our high school this worked. is insane. I, basically, I think you're I, both wrong, by I'm you. not I allowed think...
2: to have an opinion because I was never at high school. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> Which is
0: surprisingly uh, accurate. The, the listener doesn't know how accurate that was. But
1: yeah, that was, that was more or less correct. Jake and was, I get a lot of she, shit because my wife claims that I knew her in high school, and I don't think that's true. So
2: we were in the same fucking bio yeah. class.
1: Not you oh, and me oh. and her.
2: All of us were. H-
1: no, she was not. She in was that in our class. period of bio. Yeah. No. Yes. Hannah never
2: took AP Bio. Uh, that I know. Maybe for a bit. That that I know. Mm. We were in a class with her. There was a class that was bio.
0: <laughs> fun fun facts no. for the background of the podcast. I briefly dated Jack's wife in high school. Oh shit.
2: Huh? That's interesting.
0: Yeah. Good, times. What, Good times. What date? It you was go very on? awkward. <laughs> uh, it was mostly debate tournaments.
2: <laughs> wow, that's not a date, dude. That's the worst thing I've ever heard. Uh, let me add something that I actually meant to put in what it does wrong, but we're just kind of smushing everything together now. I Carrie's trajectory in the movie. We're talking about the movie, so I, 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 you, I guess you could sprinkle in if there's a difference in the book here, and they just had to do this for like pacing reasons but I can't believe both of these things I can't believe that she has the home life that she has and that she's so like sheltered and disconnected from reality that she cannot function socially at the start and to where what happens in the shower as unfortunate as it was happens and that's her reaction and then I mean two weeks later at most she's at the prom with this dude and able to like have a normal human conversation and seem normal that does not that does not exist in life i think that's right tra- no, no, that totally tracks no, for me no there is no chance that that is what a human would be capable of no chance you would be she would be There's so no much less dead cap- in the 70s jake but no but she as a social being would be less able she would not be able to do what gymnastics happened here to make her able to function but
1: it wasn't like a social thing she thought she was dying in the first scene right when she gets she, she was she's unable
2: dying. to have she was unable to facilitate like a social interaction at the start of the movie and then at the end she's like more or less fine.
1: She got the confidence for being
2: asked out by the kids. That doesn't happen in, in that short period of time. It's all about happen. confidence. It does. It does. It's
0: all about confidence. I've seen enough Disney movies to know that all you have to do is compliment someone once, and yep. they become a. Social Disney butterfly.
2: teaches you about reality. That's for damn sure. Hey, that's why this is what this I, movie does wrong. Yeah. You guys are you guys. This is bad takes from you. Bad take central.
0: No, I mean, uh, I actually, I, I will, I don't know if I specifically agree with that take, but there is, I, one thing about Stephen King is I think he might f- fundamentally misunderstand how humans interact with each other. Or okay, he just overdramatizes it, it enough to make a point.
2: Call it that then, whatever.
1: I I have a problem with how much nudity there is early on in this movie, and then how clearly they make them all 16. I don't like any of that. I agree. Do That's, we need any of this? No. It's just a weird thing. We didn't need to do any of that, no. 17? Either way, no. It's not I'm not not good with it. Nope. Don't care for it. Don't
2: care for it. Uh old rejected.
0: We were having <laughs> well that but that's fine because he was only 9 at the time. Exactly. I was chasing yeah. the uh, robbing the grave at that point. <laughs> so, uh my wife pointed something out uh while we were watching the shower scene that I thought was kind of funny. Obviously, it's like very oversexualized. That's a trope of 80s movies. This is like the fourth or fifth oversexualized Uh, locker room scene I've seen in the last six months not 80s
2: movie but still same thought process though yeah
0: 70s movie whatever this era of slasher I mean see also the slumber party massacre not a slasher okay and I'm trying to remember prom night might (laughs) also have one Uh, anyways she pointed something out that I'd never noticed before about uh, this sort of style of locker room scene which is Where the fuck is all the steam coming from? There's always so much steam in these scenes. Are they just pouring boiling water out of the faucets at all times? At all times, constantly. Mark? Yeah, they're they're in basically a gigantic steam shower.
1: The water heaters in 70s high schools were robust, Mark.
0: Yeah, just fucking boiling water all the time.
2: I agree with you in these instances, but you, you should try having a shower in a locker room at a hockey rink and tell me there's not that much steam because there can be. Let me tell you, it's like <laughs> there you can't, can't be. even it's fucking see <laughs> in the locker room. You can't see. Okay, and then Sorry. who knows what goes on? You know, you can't they, see. Just
0: let what's gonna happen. You, just hear, you just hear the snap of a <laughs> towel and you don't know what happened, but your butt hurts.
2: Yeah, you know, <laughs> like just you know, just put some soap on the ground. Let it let it go. But anyway, not where I, I was uh, going.
1: I found it very weird that like it's such a high school movie and also such an overly sexualized movie. That's a weird intersection of things.
2: Over sexualization of high school is like the thing. See also Jennifer's they, body.
1: See everything. You know see what they everything. say about high
2: school girls. Exactly.
0: They're, they keep getting older, I say the same age.
1: I was gonna say they they that have was, their whole futures ahead of them and they'll probably be successful, and I just want to go drink in the dark because that's all behind me. Oh,
2: Jesus Christ. That's what they say about high school girls. I have a nitpick <laughs> with that depressing take. You're ruining my Saturday. <laughs> Fuck um, you. I have a I have a nitpick with how John Travolta
0: drinks beer. Okay, say more.
1: I have a nitpick I, with is... every scene he's in. <laughs> Literally. So <laughs> I yes, I want okay. to talk about this one. So yes,
0: his character in general sucks, but so there's a scene where John Travolta is driving and drinking beer, uh, regrettable on its own right, but He's, like, trying to chew the beer, and he's drooling
1: all over himself. It's did neither ins- of you guys pick insane. up on this? No, <laughs> I fully okay. did. Go, 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 I have the exact go. note. I didn't pick up on it. <laughs> <laughs> I want to watch it again. It's insane. I didn't
0: see it. Oh. Go back and watch the drinking and driving scene and just pay attention to how much beer he drools all over himself. What the hell is wrong with him? He like He, like, legitimately, his jaw is moving in a way that implies he is chewing the alcohol that he is imbibing. What a weirdo. It's just <laughs> it's so weird. He's like, it's like it's like a person who doesn't smoke learning how to smoke for a screen roll, you know? Smoke.
1: I said I was gonna talk about this earlier. I wanna t- I want to talk about that weird ass blowjob scene. Why? The fu- she's yes. she's like moaning his name and he's moaning like things are happening to him, but she's saying his name but every then she's... quarter second.
2: <laughs> Why is she <laughs> yeah. moan like nothing is
1: happening? It's what what do you what do you Oh god I hate it. It's terrible. It's terrible. <laughs> okay, moving along. There's nothing else to be said. <laughs> uh, then later on, when he's climbing up the ladder and she's telling him what to do, he does a very racist voice, like a like a a, a very racist interpretation of like a slave talking to a yes. master voice. Yes. It was yeah, horrible. What the yeah. fuck? It's terrible. Oh my! Every time. He also says
0: the phrase "get her done," and now I'm curious if this is where "get her done" came from. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised. Would you? That's why he's famous. I, I'd be surprised. I thought that was a Larry the Cable Guy thing.
1: I mean, it's definitely a Larry the Cable Guy thing, but I don't know that he invented it.
0: I guess he got it from Stephen King. This is Ooh. another Stephen Kingism that has incorporated itself into our
2: lives without us knowing. Look at the origin of get or er, get our done. Mark. Okay, I'll I'll report back later. I'm not going to do that during the podcast.
1: Uh, the most iconic <laughs> you line should. of this movie is "I can see your dirty pillows." Right? I don't care for that line. Uh,
0: I I it might be "keep your tits on."
1: Yeah, that's true. Either way, it's not good. Yeah, I, I,
0: John Travolta, though. The other, the <laughs> other one that I, the other one I'd written down was uh, intercourse is the first sin. Which true? That's a good one. Is not that, true. Isn't that what a Bible thing? no? The first sin is Eve eating an apple. Actually, it's a quince. I think Eve eating a quince, a fruit from the tree of knowledge, is the first sin. Actually, original sin is literally just being human. I think.
1: No, that can't be true. Original sin is like humans actually sinned; they existed, and then that's sin. what he just
0: said. The original sin is Eve eating from the tree of knowledge, and thus no. exposing humanity to. Like, Why are we trying
2: to argue about something that is religious? None of us know what we're talking about. <laughs> we're
0: theologians. Jake. Oh my god!
2: <laughs> uh, well, we covered all of the
0: gender issues in the last like two or three weeks, so now we're moving on to theology. Great, perfect. Yeah, love we're it. We're solving the world's problems one podcast at a time. Uh, oh my God!
1: Chris's dad, dude, wears his full suit to family dinner, just like on a Tuesday night. Tuesdays. What are you doing? You get home. He's from being work. a good role model. Okay. He doesn't even like. You, I often have to wear a suit and tie. You get home, you you undo the tie at least a little bit, take off the fucking pinstripe blazer. The last guy. Thing,
2: the last thing I am doing is eating my dinner on a weeknight in the shit that I wore to work if i have to dress like that
1: it's nuts he's wearing his full suit and tie tie all the way done up what an asshole where is the place i have
0: to dress up probably the least of the 3 of us for work False, dude and actually now my work has fully shifted over to scrubs which is great which means i basically get to wear pajamas all day what but <laughs> I if I if I, the scrubs we have a lot aside, to talk to Mark off air about. Yeah, this Yeah, we're gonna have to have some <laughs> discussions here. Scrubs aside, if I come home and I'm wearing dress anything, I am undressed within about forty five seconds of me getting inside the door.
1: You know, it's yeah. it's interesting because I've done the like all all sides of the the wardrobe thing, and I want to do the exact opposite of what I have to wear at work. So like when I was working construction. I'd like taking Hannah out for a drink and, like, putting on a tie and, and coat. But, like, now that I wear a shirt and tie all the fucking time, where I wear a shirt to work. I don't know if you know that. Um, I, <laughs> I'm not going to wear a tie for a f- – I'll rip it off in the fucking car on the way home. Sometimes I wear a my tie, I like just rip it off and throw it into the wind.
0: Just just so everyone knows, Jack does not work for Chippendales.
1: Uh, Yet. Mark. As just because his called me regular, back, as doesn't mean my application,
2: isn't being heavily considered. <laughs> Chippendale's night
0: routine, now that's a different thing.
2: I have another nitpick. Okay. There cool. is so much, like, snap out of it slapping in this movie. Oh There's a lot of slapping in this god. movie, oh my god. John Travolta <laughs> slaps Chris,
1: I mean, ten times. <laughs> and also, hey, Brian De Palma, just because a woman slaps a hysterical woman doesn't make doesn't it make not make it terrible.
2: <laughs> the, the gym coach <laughs> slaps, like, slapped. four different hysterical she sl- women. Sh- Chris gets slapped a lot in this movie. John Travolta's art hysterical. Carrie gets slapped he, he just three slaps times. her because he has he snaps. Yeah, oh yeah. This dude's a fucking psychopath. Yeah, he's nuts. He snaps. Yeah. But yeah, Jim Coach is like, you're being manic. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> she slaps Harry tell- right at the start. She's like, oh you're having your period in the shower? Slap. Her brain process is
1: weird. She's like, I know this girl is being bullied. I can see she's being bullied. Everybody's being mean to her. I'm going to get in there. Oh, you're crying because you've been bullied? I better slap you. I don't understand. I was was curious,
0: actually. Hold on. I was curious if there was some level of implied shared psychosis, like a contagious psychosis type thing. That seems like something Stephen King might write about in his book, where it's like almost contagious, that if you're in the same area as this because of Carrie's uh, abilities like it sort of becomes contagious in a weird way. Is that not written about in the book? And that's just like a weird thing in the movie.
1: No, it's definitely in the book. Carrie has actual uh, telepathy powers, not just telekinesis. Right? She can control people's minds and read their thoughts and all that kind of shit happens in the so books. So, is but is none that, of that is, is, is the, the
0: gym teacher slap? Is the gym teacher slap a function of that? Where she's in such a hysterical mood that when the gym teacher comes in, she's
1: trying to figure it out, but then telepathy steps in and no she takes because- over her mind. Because that, that in the books is defensive, right? So when she's freaking out, everybody that comes near her starts to harm themselves. Oh, oh, I see what you're saying. Okay, no, that's not really what I meant. I
0: meant like a contagious psychosis type thing. No, it's not. It's Just they're, because they're so... you're in an area, like your brain is taken over.
1: Yeah, that's that's not in the books anyway. Okay.
0: Well, then I just read too much into that. That's fine. I have another nitpick to bring up here, which is... They sh- cut back. I'm not really sure why they do this. They cut back to Carrie's mom, Mrs. White, chopping vegetables in the middle of the uh, prom scene. And it is the strangest way I've ever seen anyone chop vegetables in my It's like a full-on fruit ninja. She sets a carrot on a chopping board and then swings over her head to chop down and kind of miss and cut <laughs> it into like a third and the other two-thirds. And I'm just, she's terrible at chopping vegetables. That's not how uh- you should do it.
1: I'll tell you this much, my dad just bought a Chinese vegetable cleaver on Amazon and he's very pleased with it. And now it's like it's like a full on cleaver and now everything he cuts he does like very over dramatically cuz he's so happy with this Chinese vegetable cleaver he bought. Does he say chopped every time and then like expect you to go to commercial break? You have been
0: chopped previously on chopped. <laughs> mm. Mm.
1: Yeah, Mark, that's that's a fair nitpick.
0: It's it's a weird scene when you go back and look at it. I think I I, I rewound to watch. Like I, I'm trying to figure out what the fuck they're trying to do, and it's just it's a strange inclusion.
1: Yeah. Speaking of weird scenes, the the pig blood scene that falls on Carrie. Right, the bucket hits the the dude. That's that's very iconic. I was not ready for the eight minute lead up to the scene. That that took like how much is just like looking at the bucket of blood, looking at the faces, looking at the bucket of blood, looking at the crowd, looking at the people who are in charge of the prank. There, it's fucking eight minutes of lead up to it, that scene. That's it's one insane. of
2: the, yeah, that's one of the instances where the movie doesn't quite get the pacing right. I I feel like it it goes well it beyond. Right. I like it there. Uh, I, like I think it, it, it goes it goes beyond what you need as the viewer to understand what's happening. Like when it's going. Shot of the gym teacher, shot of what's-her-name, who's Billy's girlfriend, who's there to, like, see this, and her recognizing what's happening. There's too much, like, back and forth and back and forth. You could have done that twice and gotten to the point, and they did it, like, I don't know, 30 times. The scene is 10 minutes long. The issue I had with it is that it is probably the least stealthy prank
0: that has ever happened. Not only could every single person in the audience... Pretty clearly see the bucket if they were looking around at all. And it's a metal but bucket.
2: The the bright lights would shine off that. There bucket. is there is no awareness What's Chris
0: and what's John Travolta's actual name? Billy? Billy? He's Billy, no, right? No, no, Billy. When Chris no. and like Billy and Chris frequently open up the the thing underneath the stage and just like stick their heads out and look around. Like like people are gonna see. I thought Them, Billy was the dream under boat. the stage and connected to she she the the other girlfriend can't be the survivor whatever her name was she can't be the only one who saw this
2: yeah that's
0: I mean what
2: that's movies yeah it is I thought Billy was the dream boat man I don't know I could be wrong stay tuned but for later this this is one of the things that impacted my story rating. Josh
1: Revolt is Billy.
2: Oh shit! Right, because she's moaning. What's Billy. Dream, Oh yeah. Well, I don't remember that name, dude. What? I mean, Mark doesn't even know our names. How is he fucking over here on his high horse about people's names? What's the Dream Buzz t- name? Tom and Mike. Tommy. Yeah. Oh, Tommy. Oh yeah, Tommy versus Billy. <laughs> oh yeah. The is. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. Idiot. You you oh, I'm idiot. Pretty sure, hold I wasn't on.
0: Jack, I'm gonna need you to weigh in on this. Are both of those original Power Ranger names? Wasn't Billy blue and Tommy red in the no, first season?
1: Uh, was Tommy, Tommy the Green Oliver Ranger? Was green and then white. <sighs> okay but Billy was blue. Okay. Jason, Mark fucking Jason, Jason is Red Ranger. Come Jason on. and
0: then Rocky. Rocky was the, Rocky, uh, uh, red the Black Ranger. Ranger. Yeah. No, Rocky was the Red Ranger in season two and three.
1: Uh no, he was the Red Ranger in season three. He was the Black oh, Ranger in season one. Trini and Kimberly were the other two that rounded out the crew in season one. Okay. Wow. Okay, there you go.
0: Weird. See, this is why I get Jack to weigh in on things. So,
2: so Tommy, okay, yeah, I, I have a question, more than a nitpick, right? All right, that these happen frequently. They, it's amusing. he and his girlfriend that we still don't remember the name were it's they impossible. were on the they were in the right here. They were like trying to right a wrong. She was, she convinced him to do it. What is That Sue? How did this Sue. get to the point where he was like they were kissing him and Carrie? Like, what's the deal here? What's the relationship status now? What's I- the gossip? So I thought that they were in on the
0: prank from the get-go, and then as the as the movie evolved, I realized that they were outside of the prank. They were actually legitimately be, trying to be nice to Carrie, and then yep. sort of a weird polyamorous thing developed. It might not be yes. polyamorous. Her boyfriend might just now like Carrie more than her.
1: Yeah, that that's that's one thing where they're just taking it from the book, but they don't have the character development that the book has, Correct. right? You don't get four chapters about why he likes Carrie now. And she why things are good for a while, right? You're missing all that from the movie. Because uh, so, it's weird. It I mean, work. it's yeah, weird it to it even include work. it. Okay, yeah, well, nitpick. Yeah. It, it was a... If not, does wrong. Yeah.
0: It is an, it mm. is an interesting shift of, like, I, I was on the same boat as the P.E. teacher who was, like, chastising them for being like, why the fuck would you invite Carrie to prom? You're just to- being an asshole. But it was actually coming from a genuine place. And I didn't realize that until the very end of the movie.
2: Well, I mean it's it's actually a great misdirection, right? Yeah. I think it works super exactly. well because it does if you if you don't know or if you haven't seen it, you absolutely think that all of these people are Definitely. in on it and everyone's yeah. gonna like I mean that's built on with like everything that comes from the mother. They're all gonna laugh at you and like there's blah 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 you all don't gonna belong laugh with these you. kids. They're all gonna laugh at you. Hey, that's oh, that, a good that transition that into, the,
0: into the last nitpick I had, which is that I am fucking gobsmacked that like Skrillex or some other dubstep person has remixed this into a dub.
2: Like they're all gonna laugh at you. How blah, do blah, you? Okay, blah, blah. first of all, how do, have you have you scraped through the bottom barrel of what exists in dubstep to make sure of this claim?
0: I haven't, I did, so prior to the podcast, I did send you two different examples of Carrie, they're all gonna laugh at you, dance remix, yeah, they so both it does sucked. exist, they both it do- sucked, they did both suck, but what? I am surprised this hasn't been sampled in a what more like, you? grand, like an actual, I don't want to say that, sorry, not an actual musician, but like a higher level musician, using this as a, sample. a lot this of is exactly something that would be in a skrillex song that would just come right before the break right before the drop
2: I, I i agree with you completely and i know what you're talking about but i am not convinced that we've done enough research to understand whether or not that exists uh i, I did one find one two pretty okay, pretty hot blow right past they're,
0: that they're, they're, they suck but they are pretty great i we should use that as our outro music
1: yikes just don't don't just dictate things to me, Mark, as the editor. Okay. I didn't dictate. I said we should. It Fucking was a should, delegating. not a definitely Fucking will. Cr- I will. Oh God. Uh, my last nitpick is: <laughs> what the fuck is a full-on fire hose doing at the prom? There's a hose that's spraying so hard it lifts a kid off the ground. What? Why
2: do they have just a one
1: fire hose? I have
2: some memory of like in gyms behind glass. Not only would you see like a fire extinguisher or an axe or something, but there'd be like the hose. But it's much shorter than this. This yeah. is like the this is the length that you would get on a truck. Yeah,
1: uh, it's nuts. Yeah,
2: I think that part's <laughs> yeah, slightly I, yeah, I, misconstrued. I,
0: I'm in Jake's boat on this one. Like those things exist in high schools. I don't know fire code, but like I've definitely seen that in buildings before. I don't know if it's... They may have over-dramatized
2: it slightly, but who cares? I, I like just, how Norma or whatever gets fucking plowed. <laughs> oh, <birth>. my God! <laughs> the The girl with the hat who
0: wears a fucking backwards hat to prom? I, I have no way she's a cool girl. General. Her name
2: is Norma, and she wears this red hat every day with a fucking, like, rainbow on it. That I, hat would smell so bad. I don't know, Jake. I wore a beret every day in senior high school, and I was pretty fucking Did cool. Did you wear the same beret? Yeah.
1: Also, I knew you,
2: senior in high school, outfit, you definitely did not a wear phone. a beret every Wait, single day. you didn't wear the same thing every day? I wore a beret a lot. Mm-hmm.
1: You wore a beret, like, twice. I wore a beret a lot. The, the uh, vice principal, Castillo, wouldn't let me wear it during class. I think
2: when I met you, you had purple hair. Sounds right. Accurate? Yeah. Yeah. Huh. He, uh, he hung
0: out with his friends from the other high school that were cooler than us.
1: Uh, I did hang out with them. They were not cooler.
2: <laughs> they understood him, though yeah. It's what kept, it's what kept also from going air. carry on our high school <laughs> Our high school was the least clicky high school You guys are so wrong That's what I'm saying We had a bunch of different popular groups It was cool Everybody was popular Is what you're saying Yeah Everybody was if popular Everybody's popular, popular Nobody is Jake. Dude, kumbaya, man Fucking smoke the Let's co- go to the to ratings <laughs> My god Smoke that kind, bud This is
1: gonna be a three-hour podcast It was
2: Mark's fault He spent 30 minutes on fucking Subnautica
1: We over at Easy Horror use a 1-10 rating system to rate the movies we watch. For one, think of how you'd rate how good Chief Wiggum is at describing suspects.
2: This is Papa Bear. Put out an APB for a male suspect driving a car of some sort heading in the direction of a uh, place that sells chili. Suspect is hatless. Repeat, hatless. And for 10,
1: think of how Bong Joon Ho would rate how drunk he was going to get after the Oscars. Thank you. I, I will drink until next morning. Thank you. Oh. Story's the
2: first category to rate these movies.
1: Jake, your movie, your story rating. Uh,
2: I gave the story a seven. This uh is a fairly effective look into a descent into madness. We watch a lot of these movies that are like this. And one of the discussions that we had earlier was about how the way this character goes through this whole sequence is better than most. And I think that with a simple story, that is good. And yeah. you have little bits that kind of take away from it, like the high school stuff is kind of take it or leave it, the whole John Travolta inclusion, whatever. It's kind of an aside. But you have this believable descent into madness, I think, to, to a large degree, telekinesis aside, along with the religious zealotry of her mother. I think that's really effective. So I think it's a high score. It's just all those things that are asides are taking away from it a little bit it it keeps it from being right at the top
1: yeah i gave it a seven as well i think it's rare for a movie to have to do uh this this good a job when you have a non-traditional structure like this right the protagonist is also the person who ends up killing everyone yeah. but who yeah. you also still identify yep. with the antagonist isn't necessarily the main villain like it's it's, it's really interesting. Exactly. it's yep. not perfect but they do a really good job with all that stuff it's really interesting seven mark
0: we're on the same page. I gave it a seven and a half, which I guess means I'm the highest on it. And I thought I was going to need to talk you guys up more. But uh, here's the thing about this movie. I don't think it's as predictable as it seems. Like, at I, I went into this in a weird way because I've seen, I think, all three different versions of this movie and it's now, like, weirdly woven into the fabric of horror. at this point. Like, everybody knows the story of Carrie. Everybody knows that she goes crazy at prom, pig's blood gets spilled on her, and she goes fucking nuts. But, like... I honestly think I was watching this with this eye this time. If you don't know that's coming, I think this is a really solid twist in a horror movie. Oh, it really? Is, yeah. You see it, you see it like she has telekinetic powers or whatever, but like when she fully breaks and goes nuts and kills everyone who goes to prom in her high school, like that's an interesting that's a that's a weird twist. That 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 murderous streak is not something you see coming in this movie. You guys already talked about the other aspects of the story. The only thing I think this story kind of does wrong, and we've talked about it quite a bit at this point, is just the general motivations of the bullies. But that's sort of the Stephen King thing, right? It's like just like they're they're shitty for the sake of being shitty. I'm
1: not sure yeah. it's particularly realistic, but it helps, I guess, the progression of the story. Nobody who bullied Stephen King was a regular person. They were all just straight fucking psychopaths who murdered, like, slaughtered towns full of people, I'm sure. Yeah, exactly. Is that a callback to the Savage Land thing? No. Oh, okay. It kind of is. Good, cool. yeah, good work I'm, yes. I'm sure it was. I'm okay. a very
2: smart man, Jake. Okay. World building and immersion. Jake, what's your world building and immersion score? I gave it a five. Um, huh. Watching this movie is a bit... of It's It's slightly time capsule because you... Can tell when a movie is of this era we talked about it a lot with regard to like how high school things happened how certain slapping and gender and yeah. blah 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 and all oh, of God. that stuff any instance of that is a straight shot out of the movie from an immersion standpoint and it starts with a really yeah i mean like it, it goes off on the wrong foot yeah and it 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 recovers through the strength of of the acting of Sissy, and I can't pronounce her last name. Basic, Basic? Yeah. Jesus. I want to say spa It's Mark's fault. I want to say well, I want to do it with a check. What, why is it my
0: right? Wait, hold on. Why is it my fault?
2: Oh, because your name has a check in it, and I can't read. Oh. Do I have to bleep that now? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's fine. No. They'll figure it out. There's <laughs> a check in, like, 700,000 names. It's okay. fine. It's a, it's a very
1: spell. common last name.
2: Yeah. His name is the most <laughs> common. Um, it is.
0: It's exceptionally common in Eastern Europe. <laughs> Basically, Smith.
2: I can't do this. Keep talking. I, I I mean, yeah, okay. And on top of getting off on the wrong foot and the things that we just mentioned, you have those sequences that we talked about like the Tommy, not Billy, buying a tux. That's interesting, but you're going to understand that you're in a certain little I, part of a, the whole I
1: I'm so focused it's, now. It's I so need weird. to know whether or not that's in the original cut of the movie. I don't We'll check I, it out. We'll I check it out. Either way, out. either way,
2: either uh, way like Things being what they are, it was slightly below average for me. A lot of things where I'm like, okay, this is a very specific thing with this movie, and I'm I'm ripped out.
1: Yeah, so. it's a four for me. I think it's uh, not only they, – they, they build a world of this high school, and they mm, kind of build a world really. of her house. But even for having, like, a confine in her house, right? There's They're a having, Harry like, Potter a cupboard. Cell, we didn't talk about the Harry Potter We didn't cupboard. talk about that at all, but it's also – her house doesn't even feel like a place. Like the size of her closet keeps changing. It's not. It's not like
2: uh, that. What? That, that I shit's don't know about that.
1: Fat. What? I asked it's you one that.
0: This is a bad take.
1: <laughs> cool. Good. Okay. Mark good. hates you. Fucking. I gave it a four. Mark, you go. God. I. <laughs> I. I did go the opposite direction.
0: I'm kind of surprised you guys are as low as you are on it. I I'm went not seven again. Well, I was seven and a half the first time. Seems seems a lot. This lie. movie, I think, it paints a pretty interesting picture both of high school, but also you guys are focusing. Well, at least Jack specifically is focusing focusing physically on the world. I think this paints a very interesting, like, psychological world of Carrie and like how she's who she is as a person and how she came to be. Outside of that, the just general social interactions of the high school, I think, are relatively immersive and captivating. Uh, the only things that I really like actively took me out of it. Honestly, this is one we hadn't even talked about yet. But the weather effects on the scene where they're killing the pigs. We did. We did not talk about the rain scene where they're very clearly just filming John Travolta and the gang on like a sunny day, putting a night filter on it, and then playing rain effects in front of that scene. Uh, that one is an issue. That's a problem from the effects standpoint that hurts the immersion overall. But, like, I didn't... There wasn't really any point in this movie where I
1: was actively taken out of it. But we... I don't know. We talked about, like, a lot of problems with the, the bullies and a lot of problems with the believability of the hot guy eventually taking her to prom and how that didn't make sense in this movie like i don't understand how you're you're here so high on it now when you didn't understand like that didn't make sense to you before
0: I mean I already penalized it a little bit on the story side for what their motivations are but that's also a hey classic there, trope of horror and general like drama of like high school type movies. I mean go back and watch season 1 of Stranger Things. That's that is an incredible season of I don't know if you want to call it television or just streaming content that's it's, that is episodic but now, the, I want to call it the, television. It's the bullies the bullies in that show are also fully unbelievable. I'm so, so happy I'm bordering on homicidal shit. maniacs. Like, I, is, I understand that. Exist. I'm
1: not talking about the bullies. What I'm talking about is like the the hot guy and him saying like I you said it didn't make sense that he like wants to take her to prom. And so I, I, I didn't know, no, no no no.
0: I didn't say that. I thought that they were part of the prank, and then it ended up being a wholesome thing. I didn't say that it didn't make any sense. I just said that it
2: was a bit of a twist and surprise. For I me. think either way it makes perfect sense that he wants to take her to prom. Fair enough. What ends up happening after that doesn't necessarily make sense. Let's
1: move on to effects or judicious. Nope, let's, scare factor.
2: Let's do scare let's factor. Let's move on to scare factor. Part. Yeah, Scare factor or judicious like thereof.
1: Yeah, exactly.
2: Mark talked right over my rating.
1: Uh, three seems low.
2: Does it? Yeah. This movie is almost all not horror really there's it, it is an escalation there's some tension that builds i'll agree to that and I, mark Hay, he said that the religious zealotry stuff that makes him uncomfortable cool i wasn't that affected by the mother so you know subjective scores the horror content in this exists almost exclusively in the sequence at prom which is at the very end of the movie and even yeah. then, it's like there's some pig's blood, and then she gets a weird look on her face, and then there's, like, fire hoses spraying that girl in the face, which is more funny than scary. It's not a scary movie. It's three. I, the concept <laughs> of what she could do, the power that she can hold, and psychotic break with that power is more scary in concept than what I end up seeing.
0: It's interesting. If she were an X-Men,
1: she'd be a class three. That that feels way too strong for the kind of power she displays in this particular film. Uh, I gave it I gave it a four, but I feel like I disagree with you more than that. Ray than a would one point, yeah, yeah. What the fuck? Yeah, I I thought this was a pretty scary film. I mean, I they gave that, it a four. Yeah, you just said it was pretty. Everybody's scary. Everybody's attacking me this episode. Fuck it, Mark. <laughs> you give your score. I'm done with this. shit. <laughs>
2: <laughs> These bloody bears have gotten him all catty. <laughs> He's sensitive from the bloodies. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I gave it a four and I totally agree with Jack that this is not a scary movie. I think we're all <laughs> on, we're all in the same boat for this one. I am not particularly perturbed by the like emotionally unstable, psychotic teenager, but if you um, ask me again in seventeen years I might change my tune a little
2: that's bit. That's a good point. Whoa. <laughs>
1: We got a lot to talk to Mark about is this. What is week. happening? Hold on. We got Hold a lot to <laughs> talk to Mark about this. Hold week.
0: on. Okay.
2: Okay. Yeah. I, I specifically made Jesus it 17 years the, uh, so
0: there would be a little bit of buffer because it's, it's at least, you're a teenager when you turn 13. We don't have any but announcements. These kids no are 17. Sorry these about
2: kids it. are 17. I don't know. I'm going to a okay, place. Okay, then ask me in
1: 21 years then. I feel We a got a better. lot
2: to talk to Mark about. Uh, yeah, we do. We do. Let's go to effects or do just like. I didn't really know what to do with this one. Okay. Um. Interesting but weird sound. I feel like this does more to talk about, as evidenced by our discussion earlier. Which it this was. this does more
1: like, to talk about, as evidenced this by do- our
2: discussion. This you're saying nonsense. Can I say? Well, the bloodies, Jack. Can I say? Can I start again? <laughs> yeah, please. There is more that is done in this movie that is worth discussion on the sound side than the visual side. Our discussion fair. earlier fair. disagrees. Fair take. It disagrees. Our discussion disagrees. Wait. Agrees. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I logic myself out of existence. <laughs> Jesus Our discussion Christ. agrees with the fact that I'm saying that it is more <laughs> interesting from a sound perspective. I'm
1: cutting you off, and I'm giving it a six.
2: Did I did, you, did I even say what I gave it? No, I don't know. It doesn't matter. <laughs> six and a half. <laughs> okay, fuck. Okay, I thought I was going higher than you. No, no, no. <laughs> There's just Jesus. not a lot visually here. It's just the Mark these bloody berries are a whole I, other. Yeah, story.
0: guys, I wish I could join you on this one. This
2: is, this <laughs> this is yeah. He was complaining about how he spent twenty bucks, but dude, they get I paid there five dollars cans. Jesus yeah. Christ!
1: Uh, look, I gave it a six. I think this is a. Uh, really good movie visually. There's nothing spectacular about it, but it does everything really solidly. I really also do like... The scene where she's in the, the – when the fire is, like, around her, like, lapping off her, the, the, the reflection, all that's really, really cool. Uh, but yeah, you did mention that. That's, yep. Uh, yep. that's also taken away a little bit by the fact that the scene immediately before that is cl- people clearly in front of a green screen fire thing, So That's bad. Whatever. But uh, – so it's six. Car explosion was cool, too. Car explosion was cool, too. Part of the car rolling was obviously a miniature, which I also liked. I like miniatures. Yeah, use them. Yeah. They're great. It's great. Fantastic. Mark. Have
0: we ever done a uh, a fantasy horror thing of Jack complains about fire effects? Because that might be my fantasy horror thing for this next year. (laughs) Not if I take it first. Okay, cool. Jake complains about fire a lot too. Mm. Eh. sometimes. Whatever. I gave this a six. The sound editing, like like Jake was saying, is probably more interesting here than anything else they do, but I also like their editing a lot. Um, I said editing, and I didn't mean to. I meant to say lighting. (laughs) <laughs> they we wow have how are your bloody mary's dude <laughs> i yeah I, I drank a bloody mary i guess we we paused for a minute the, it wasn't included in the podcast i'm sure and i got hammered in the meantime We've i off. like the lighting that they do a lot except for and i don't really know if this is lighting or some extra after effect that they add um but the bloom is one of the only things i can really complain about here the other thing i can talk about a little bit for effects is the rain scene the just the overlay that they do over the scene where they're slaughtering the pigs that one's not great That's a, yeah. yeah it's a fucking mistake that is the worst rain effects i have ever seen in a movie of from no. any decade there's uh, no mark, chance mark, i
1: challenge you to find it i mark, challenge you to
0: find a worse looking scene than that one
1: i mark there there's a movie it's a romantic comedy it stars alec baldwin and meryl streep it came out pretty recently and there's a rain already. scene in that that is astonishingly bad. I don't know what that movie's called right now, but I'll ask my wife about it. She'll tell me the movie I scream about on a close to nightly basis. I need this is
0: free. That. This is free on Amazon still as far as I'm aware. We need to go, but you guys need to go back and watch this and confirm that it's the worst rain sequence ever. I'll do it. I already have it's to go back and terrible. watch
2: Billy drink beer, so yeah, you near, do. You really need to do that one, back. too. I'll do it tonight during intermission anyway, or something.
0: the the effects in general are better than average, but not stellar. It's a low-degree difficulty movie. I gave it a six.
2: Hmm. Overall, Jake! Oh, God, you got me on the spot here. I gave it a six. This is an interesting movie to watch now, if you haven't seen it in a while. That's for sure. Uh, there have been several remakes, as we've covered, but this one is the classic. Overall, though, like if you're just stepping into what horror is, and for some reason, or you if you've been under a rock and you're checking out Carrie now, it's not going to be something that I think would knock your socks off. Like this just doesn't have that much punch to me. I get why it's a classic. I do. That's interesting. the The turn that it takes is interesting, and I I appreciate what it does to build to that and to build a little bit of intrigue and to misdirect and then to hit you pretty hard with. The implication, like there's a bunch of people who die in this movie, but the act of watching it, a bunch of kids, a bunch of kids, yeah. But watching it, like (laughs) it doesn't, it's not heavy. It doesn't, it doesn't hit me in a way that I would expect. So I, I don't know. It's a six, six, same reason, same score. Mark, damn, we went six, six, six.
0: Hell
3: yeah, good work, everybody.
0: Good work, everybody. Yeah, I. This is, I, I like this. This is a better than average movie. I enjoyed watching this, and frankly, I also enjoyed both of the remakes that. I kind of now want to go back and rewatch just to see how well they stack up. But like I said earlier, one of my first exposures to Carrie was one of the remakes. You should check out the nineties uh, version. The 2001 version. No, the nineties version, the original. Cool. Good job. So, so there's the, there's the 2001 version. And then there's another one that came out in 2013. I actually don't know if I've seen the 2013 one in full. So I might, I might watch that for a future podcast and just way back in on that for a cutting room type. Do thing. it. But you're a scientist In any case. In any case, I, I like this movie. I think it poses an interesting sort of philosophical question of like where the line is. Obviously, you're kind of rooting for Carrie to get back at her bullies, but then, like, clearly this is too far. So, that's the, that's the interesting line that it draws. It's tragic. It is.
2: It's totally tragic. Yeah. This is
0: not far removed from school shooting levels. Of uh yeah, that's if you, that's if you think well, it's, about it. That's kind of what this is.
2: Yeah, it's funny. For some reason earlier in the episode I was thinking something you said, Mark, made me think of the the song Jeremy. He wasn't necessarily. I mean, I guess he was a school shooter, he shot himself. I was thinking of the song Jeremy by Pearl Jam and like Wolf. It, it but it got to that level. Like it's this is the horror version in like a weird way of school shooting.
3: Yeah.
0: No, I I 100% agree with you. That is a very good take. This that's what this movie is, but instead of a shooting, it's a fire hose.
2: I prefer the fire, fire hose. Fuck <laughs> the other parts. It's a lot more goofy.
1: It's God. a lot more wacky. I'll take
2: the goofy. Yeah. And by the way, this is a thumbs up. It's a six, but it's a thumbs up. This is yeah, definite, you definitely you a classic. You need to see up. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You do need to see it.
1: There's also something to be said about like the a woman's experience. Like I, I understand it's written by Stephen King, directed by a man. Like that's all nonsense. But like there is not a lot of movies about like these specific parts of being a woman and and the bullying that happens there, like that's that's an interesting. Well, thing I could, I have, be-
2: n- I have no comment on if, I don't know. I hope that shit doesn't happen.
1: That seems Maybe- woefully
2: misguided as far as bully is. Well, like
1: that that bullying certainly, I think, is over the top. But the biological parts happen. Maybe
0: this is a conversation for a podcast, But where does this rank? As far as Stephen King movies go, horror Stephen King movies. Let's
2: do a podcast on it. Let's let's rank our Stephen Kings.
1: We've all I think that has literally no. already been okay.
2: No, it has not.
1: Okay, we We've talked about
0: Stephen King on one episode, but we didn't rank Stephen King movies.
2: This is the was, viewer who might not be a patron and is good. still listening. We've done a Mount Rushmore of horror. No, Steven. we've done a Stephen King episode. No, we didn't
0: literally did a Stephen King
2: episode. Nope, wasn't here.
1: You were absolutely you were You participated in it. <laughs> you weren't meant to be here, a- but you were there. You were physically <laughs> yeah. present. Oh, you were yeah, we an integral
2: rank. factor. We're gonna have to do like a 20 minute version then. It's just <laughs> ranking. Yeah, yeah that was like an hour and a half. Yeah, that and Stephen that was like King. too philosophical. We gotta do like a quick rank.
1: <laughs> Sounds like us.
0: Yeah, we're we're us. nothing if not quick.
2: Well that's what my that's, wife says,
1: Hey oh hey, let's get the fuck out of here at two and a half hours in.
2: Okay, yeah, let's get out of here. This has been episode 171 of the A to Z Horrorcast. To check out everything we have going on, head over to a to z or come hang out with us on any of our social media channels. Those are Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and all of those are right down there in description below in link format. It's pretty pretty helpful. In Thanks. description below. In the de- in description <laughs> below. Thanks, Jack. Uh as Jack mentioned at the top of the episode, if you are still here hanging out with us, you might becoming a Patreon member. We have a lot of cool stuff going on over there. As I just mentioned, we make pat- casts for those Patreon members that I don't even remember. So there's a treasure trove, okay? There's so much content. Jake doesn't even know about that it's content. It's off the charts. I don't even know what it is. It's so crazy. And I'm there. Ostensibly. There's volume, Jack. That's what I'm trying to say. The music that has been coming at you this whole time is from SuperBear. There are links down there in the description below as well. And next week, we are getting close to the end of this current round of horror movie reviews. We're going to go with Jack's last one, and that is The Boy, a recent uh, one. The yeah. new one's just coming out with Brahms. It's going to be fun to revisit this one. I haven't seen it. You both have. Let's see what it's going to be like. Woop, woop. Until then, Hooray. get your buddies, grab some beers, and go watch some horror movies. Have a great week, everybody.
1: Stories, the first game in to this movie. Whoa! Hold on. Redo that.